millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on Oldie But A Goodie. Next week is episode 200, Zach. Ooh. And it's coming out on Halloween. So it's going to be a spoopy Halloween spectacular next week, no matter what happens. Oh my goodness. Really looking for something like horror. Like a big 200th episode. I want like a... A big horror, like, franchise almost, you know? Well, we've got one more option. One more option. Uh, well, it better be a good option. It's called Jason X. Now that's what I'm looking for. Lock it in. Jason X has got to be it. Boys! Whoa! Boys! Who was that? It's me. I'm Dr. Brown. <laughs> if you twos don't help me out, you gotta do something for me, otherwise the world is gonna blow the fuck up. <laughs> oh no! Okay, what do, what do we need to do? How can we help you? You gotta watch a very specific movie. It's called Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> a plan has finally come into fruition. Our simple plan, as you already know, Zach, our plan was to replace ourselves halfway through that episode seamlessly with clones. Clones who we're going to play a sick experiment on. Yes. So episode 200 is going to be devilishly wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) They'll never know the difference. And now on BBC One, we return to the unsuspecting clone boys as they prepare for their big episode 200. And don't forget to tune in at 8 for more mysteries and hijinks as James Station stars in the Bloody Blood Murders. So boys, how did it go? Yeah, it could have been better. I mean, I don't know why you had to choose this movie. It was a bit, you know, subpar. Yeah, it was very average. Just your typical kind of teen movie, really. Nothing special about it. What? What do you mean, typical? This was... This was avant God. <laughs> avant? I mean, it was very blue. I don't know if that means... Blue? That it was- this movie was not blue. This movie... You know, the poster is in black and white. Posters in black and white? Black and white? Was it like an emo poster? No. Isn't it like black and white hands, but with the red apple? What apple? Yeah, I guess that's kind of black and white. No. 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 You didn't. Tell me, boys. This can't be happening. What movie did you review? Twilight. Yeah, we watched Twilight. Yeah? From 2008. Oh, no. This can't be happening. Boys, you messed up. What? This was the easiest task you could have done. You weren't meant to do Twilight the 2008 movie. Oh, no. What? Why would I even think about that movie? You were meant to do Twilight the 1990 Hungarian crime drama. Oh, no. (laughs) By Georgi Feher. I feel like that's on you. (laughs) The classic Hungarian adaptation of the Swiss author Friedrich Durenmatt's 1958 novella The Pledge. 
that was previously adapted as it happened in broad daylight oh. and subsequently adapted by Sean Penn as the pledge. Oh, I hate Sean Penn. Boys, you were meant to do the Hungarian thriller. Oh no, Zach, what have we done? Oh my god, the world is doomed. You've set about a chain of events oh, no. that can only be described as worse than if you did Jason X. Oh no, we've made it worse. Oh no! Well, how are we going to fix this? I mean, it's episode 200. We've got a longer runtime on this episode than we usually would on another one. Yeah. How can we get this right? We'll do anything, Doc. We'll do anything, damn it! Yeah, come on! Okay, listen. Now that you've set this chain of events in motion, I feel like there's no other way to escape it than to continue to review the other movies in the Twilight 2008 saga. Oh, fuck me. We have to watch all of them? You gotta watch all of them. But boys, you gotta promise me one thing. Uh, okay. Yeah? That even if you review the rest of the entire Twilight movie saga based on the vampire books, that you'll still go back and watch the 1990 <laughs> Hungarian crime thriller detective mystery Twilight, a.k.a. Shirkulet by Georgi Feher that doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> Fine, we'll do it on Patreon at some point. I mean, yeah, I'm sure we'll do that. Yeah, no worries. Okay, good. Now I can sleep soundly in the knowledge that you two have got the fate of the world safely in control. All right, then, Zach, it's time to go and do episode 200, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, let's go. It's time to save the world. Supposedly. Or or damn it, because watching the Twilight film kills the world, but watching all of them doesn't? <laughs> Don't question it. Don't question my calculations. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't realise you were still here, Doc. My bad. Yeah, I was just, just hanging out. Imagine a day where two evil hosts clone themselves and make those clones watch the scariest horror movies of all time. What day is that, you might be asking? <laughs> the day is Halloween. And welcome to Oldie But a Goodie! It's time for our 200th episode on Halloween! Oh my god, a monster! Oh, well, there's a cat. It was a black cat, because it's extra spooky! My name is Sandro, I'm joined by Scary Zack, he's gonna scare ya! Any second now. Boo! Oh! <laughs> ah, so spooky, I peaked the mic. <laughs> oh, that's the scariest thing of all of this. So spooky. And on this week's special, we're reviewing the Twilight Saga. Oh, yeah, I forgot we're, we're doing that. We've got to save the world or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. It was, uh, what, Doc Brown came in and he 
told us that we had to... Is Doc Brown from New York? Um, he told us we had to watch the Twilight Saga to save the world. Save the world. Well, we just watched Twilight, but we watched the wrong one. And so to actually save the world, yeah. we've got to watch the, the <laughs> another four Twilight movies. Four Twilight movies? Oh, my God. All five. God. Yeah, all five of them. Um, but, 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 but do not fret. We've got guests. We've got guests. We'll introduce you to the guest who's in the call right now getting ready to do the first movie. But coming up, we've got Sandy. Mm. Sandy Whittam. She hasn't been on the show since Princess Bride. She's back. She's going to talk about uh, one of these movies with us. Oh, she's great. Finally, we can make her watch a good film. A Lamau, am I right? Uh, we've also got uh, Valaris. Mm. Uh, we've got Benjamin Pepsi, or just Ben Pepsi, uh, who who was on that Crocodile movie we did last year. He's oh, back. He's going to talk fun. about Twilight with us. That was good. That was good. And uh, he's never done a good movie since his first episode, Jacob. <laughs> Oof. I feel sorry for some of these guests, but we need help watching these movies. We need, like... We can't do this on our own. We need to get some allies in. Yes. If we're going to save the world, we need some real heroes to help us. And the best heroes are ones who who are begrudging heroes. Yeah. Like a Luke Cage, you know? Doesn't want to be a hero, ends up being one. And I think uh, the, 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 the guy we made watch the first movie <laughs> is just that. <laughs> Please welcome to the show, Ben Volchok. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay, so we'll do them all. The first one, we won't do synopsis reviews because we've got to get through all of them and we we, we got to speed through them. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of, I should probably put on a timer for like half an hour so that like we know when to wrap this up. Um, ben, we'll start with you. When did you first hear of Twilight? What are your thoughts on Twilight? Uh, I mean, it was just around, wasn't it? You yeah. Know, it, mm. it, it, the books started coming out and then a lot of people started reading the books and then the movies came out and then lots of people started watching i don't know it just infiltrated culture it just it was just around i don't know i don't have like a <laughs> when did i first discover this you know <laughs> when was your twilight moment ben <laughs> yeah when was my twilight when did when did i first start to sparkle no i i can't i can't tell you i don't know somewhere in when, whenever it came out I vaguely remember, like, hearing about it. I think um, just all the girls at my dance class that I used to go to were, like, raving about it. And I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> I, I know it was, like, like my mother's friend put it on TV. Oh, yeah. It was very popular with, with mothers and their friends. Oh, yeah, mm. absolutely. I could tell you because it was very popular with my mother and her friends. And look, this is... This is the sort of thing where I, I feel like whenever films like and book series like Twilight get popped up or pop up, I think the the whole thing of like, oh, you know, you shouldn't denigrate it because women are into it or girls are into it. And it's just like, well, no, it's not because women or girls are into it that it's being denigrated. It's being denigrated because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And I think the, the point is write better things for for girls. Now, that's a part of it, because I have read the first book. Ooh. I read the first book. Oh, wow. And is it any good, Sandro? No! <laughs> there, you, there you go. It reads like it reads like erotic fan fiction, but with none of the eroticness and all of the terrible writing. Was it? What was it a fan fiction of? It's not a fan fiction. It's not at okay. all. It's a legitimate novel. Because wasn't Fifty Shades of Grey 
fan essentially Twilight fan fiction. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yes. But That's this it, one, yeah. this was supposedly based on a dream that Stephanie Meyer had, right? Probably. They said that's what I, I've heard. I've heard it's based on a dream. But it's still very awkward to read. I'm like, this is weird. I don't like any of this. It's poorly written. The best action scene in the movie happens in the book, I should say, happens off screen because she's knocked out for all of it. So it, <laughs> it doesn't even lead up to anything. It's just- I, I wish they would have done that in the film. She's just getting knocked out and it's like, oh, this really cool fight happened, but you were asleep the whole time. That's literally what they do in the book. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Maybe I want to play devil's advocate here. Oh, Because yeah? you guys are being so boo-boo on this film. I, I want to say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, okay. No, look, I wouldn't say this movie was good. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I was very intent in watching it when some of the lines came up. I was like, I had, I was typing down things, you know? Mm-hmm. I was attentive, which I didn't expect to be. You were paying attention? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked the lore. I was very curious to see where the lore was going. Yeah. Because I kind of know what's happening via, you know, these being so popular. I kind of know where the story is going to go. When they started talking about, oh, the clans, and then these guys are like the wolf clan, and these guys are that. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I want to know more about that. And then it goes back to, um, you're beautiful. <laughs> I know what you are. Say it out loud. Vampire. <laughs> now I see why he got the role as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, he's good as Batman. He's good in every, like, his, like, a, a positive things about the movie, like, particularly, I think, the cast, because, uh, look, it's an awful romance, but he's good as this weirdo. Is he? I think Christian Stewart is good is she kinda <laughs> but i really liked the dad the dad was good oh yeah i felt bad for the poor dad where, where they're like oh she's fucked up they have to run away and she's so she has to like boo-boo her dad you know just offend him so he'll let her go and he's like oh i'll, I'll hang out with you more we could go do fun stuff and no she's like no fuck you <laughs> suck a fat one bye <laughs> yeah and then he's like oh i was like oh man he was the least deserving, you know? Yeah, no, I hope he gets um, just something nice happens to him at some point. Probably going to get murdered. Yeah, he'll get murdered and he won't have to be in this fucking series <laughs> ever again. That's nice. But the biggest surprise is that Anna Kendrick is in this. What? Yeah, I didn't realize Anna Kendrick was in this. I Yeah, she just popped in on the screen and I was like, oh. Oh, she's in this film. Okay, hello. Yeah. The, like, high school best friend. I... It feels it feels like it's like forgets that it's a vampire film and it's like oh now it's just you know a teen teen comedy and then mm. it all just gets totally swept away and then Edward comes in and what a hottie oh my Ooh, god Edward but I think yeah the cast of this movie aside from Taylor Lautner who is awful <laughs> um they are all better than the movie deserves the entire cast is better than this movie deserves. Mm. Uh, what's some notes that we can that we can get through? My first note is why is everything blue? Yeah, I I wrote that as well. Everything is so blue. Ah, <laughs> that was a note that I wrote. It's because it's dramatic. Except in the except in the in the uh, like romantic scenes, everything's yellow. That's because life is blue unless you have love. Oh, and then it's yellow. <laughs> it was very blue. It was weird. I thought I thought Edward was blue. 
like a weird bluish color. And I I was confused, but no, he's just very pale, and the palette is blue. Yeah. yeah. So he just looks blue sometimes. I thought that was going to be an actual plot point. Like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. His skin is blue today. Like, <laughs> like his eyes, how they change color. They do change color. Very odd. Yeah. And he also sparkles. Mm. I forgot about the sparkles. I, I thought that was a joke, like an internet joke. It's like, oh, he doesn't die from the sun. No, he goes in it and he sparkles. But he, he sparkles. He no, he's real. really does sparkle. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like he turns into, um... What's that X-Man who has, like, crystal skin, Zach? Oh. Meth Man. <laughs> yeah, Meth Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Meth Man. That's the one. From the town of... <laughs> ah, I shouldn't dox you then. From the town of uh, Richmond. Mm. I don't know if Richmond is known for its meth. Not really, no. Well, you can say I don't actually live in I live nearby it. And you also don't have to say that that's your town. But how else will I get sparkly vampires to come to my house <laughs> and sit outside the window and watch me while I sleep? Yeah. You know? Just normal behavior. <laughs> yeah. What? I like watching you sleep. What? I was like, what? That's a line in a film? That's like a, a good thing? <laughs> yeah. Likewise, I am built to, to destroy you. I am going to kill you. I am a monster who's who kills people. I'm going to kill you. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> Have my babies. Yeah. Yeah, you know why this is fine? It's because she's like 17 and doesn't know what she's doing. Like, well, yeah, and is a child of divorce. Yeah. So she's looking for she's looking for an immortal protection. Mm. Protection man. Yeah, and he's he's like uh he's like a hundred something years old. He's, he was, he's a he's he's a hundred and seven or hundred and eight or whatever. He's ninety years older than her. Yeah, and he was turned when he was a teenager, some the black plague sort of thing happened in his town and the doctor turned him is it problematic zach yes which part all of it yes <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean is it problematic <laughs> it's pretty bad how is this romantic like other red flags that happen he gaslights her in the first 20 minutes of the movie yeah yeah he does he does do that and i uh, honestly, one of the least offensive part of it, but still not a great thing, you know? Not great, not great. The bit in the forest where he, like, tears a branch off and then he's like, "I look what I can do. I could do this to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so romantic. Oh, my God. Look at this giant branch. This could be your spine. Snap. Snap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the bit where it's like, why, why did you, why did you hate me so much for making me want you so badly? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 toxic. It, like he's a terrible person. Yeah, it's so weird because it's like he's in this like vampire clan where all the vampires have coupled up with other vampires, but him. Oh yeah, that vague incestuous clan. Yeah, well, they're not really incestuous because they're all from different times. No, they're not. But there was that whole thing of like, oh, he's the foster pa parent, but also a matchmaker. That was a weird thing to start the movie on. That's yeah. all. It was just it was just weird because it's like. All the Cullens come in and they're all hotties, but they only bang each other. And I'm like, what is happening? They all look 35. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like 21 Jump Street, you know, with the adults <laughs> yeah. just in school. Yeah. How do you do, fellow mortals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's good. Uh, I mean, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> Alice is the one who can, like, her powers are weird, so she can see the future 
but only the future that one person is thinking about. So if that person changes their mind, the future changes? Well, well, like, the future keeps changing, right? So she sees glimpses. So these, that's one of the things which I was curious about, right? Each of them seem to have their own unique vampire power. Yes. You know, uh... Edwards is being moody. No, he can meet, like he can like read minds. I guess is probably his one. Oh, and he can read minds yeah. and also run a bit quickly. That was fucking hilarious when he was just running around. <laughs> he can read everyone's mind except for hers. Except for hers, because it's Kristen Stewart, and she has a blank facial expression the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, no, he's like, I can't read your mind. You must be special, and she's like, No, nah, I'm just dumb, mate. <laughs> I'm just seventeen. I don't think about anything. There's the bad vampire who's got the the tracking ability, right? Uh, yeah, super sense, super smell, super sense. Yeah, are they the evil vampires like introduced so weirdly? Because it's like, oh yeah, they're just in town. Mm. They're not here for any particular reason. They're just passing through and killing people. That's our threat. Just people passing through. The weird confrontation. What is with that? So they they like face off and then they're all really cordial they're like oh sorry we were just passing through having a meal we didn't mean to put you in jeopardy anyway we led them the wrong way uh you want to play some baseball and everyone's super cool but then james is all like oh hey i see you have food do you want to eat and then they're like no we hate each other now go away so so why did the dad agree to play some baseball with them if this was gonna happen because he was being polite yeah i know he was being polite but he knew this was gonna happen right if they got a whiff of the girl right (sighs) so yeah but maybe it was a double bluff what i don't know who why are you trying to find logic in this (laughs) zach what i'm just questioning it i'm trying to display my dismay that this movie has disappointed me yes I can't even work up the the energy to go into detail about (laughs) why this was bad. (laughs) It was just bad. You're my drug. That baseball scene, though, before those bad guys come in, they're playing to that song, Supermassive Black Hole or something by Muse. Great track. Sure. Uh, Mm. The effects are fucking awful and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I I liked the vampire baseball that just started. That was great. I was like, what is going on in this movie? Why are they doing this? Oh, well. Uh, Vampire oh. baseball. Oh, yeah. And the bit where they're like, oh, yeah, we we have to play during a storm. You'll see. D- do we? Well, yeah, because they need the thunder, right? To they need d- the thunder to mask the fact that every time they hit the ball, it sounds like thunder. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So that's the only way that they can hit a ball is to make it sound the same as thunder. Yes, because they're yeah. very powerful. They hit it so hard. It's a re- really loud hit of the ball. I don't know Just- how- the baseball and or the baseball bat survives that. <laughs> uh, they, um, they're coated in holy water. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. Sure, good one. <laughs> that was your best explanation on the spot? Yes. The Pope has touched them. How are they holding them then? <laughs> they're stuffed with garlic. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they ever bring in any religious stuff into this movie, actually. I'm not sure if they ever do that. No. <sighs> there was a there was a cross in their house, which was lying on the floor. Oh, interesting. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm very interested in the lore behind it, not interested in anything else happening <laughs> in the movie. I just want to know how these vampires supposedly work. Yeah, yeah, because most of this movie is really boring. If you want an example, 
in the first interaction, the very first conversation between Bella and Edward in science class. He's acting weird. He storms off. She's like, what a weirdo. Yeah. Um, the second time they meet, they have a conversation about the weather <laughs> for five minutes. Yep. They talk about the weather. Oh, but it's subtext, you see. <sighs> of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what it was about, but it was there. Is that the scene where there's like increasingly zoomed in close-ups of their eyes? Yes. Yes. <sighs> because his eyes change color and she's like, what's up with that? What's up with that? What What, what is it? Hey, hey, Sandra and Zach, what's up with this review still <laughs> happening? Uh, no, I think I've I've gotten through, uh, like, uh, all my points. I mean, she's just a dumb teenager. That's why she's being stupid. She probably, you know, she's probably not been in any relationships, proper ones, so she doesn't understand what a toxic mess this is. <laughs> yeah, um, true. He's a creepy bastard. Oh, but they're only protecting, they're only protecting her. I mean, but like the family coming together was kind of nice to protect her. I like that. I like the family dynamic. It's just him. Yeah, the family was those cute because you got the like the mum and dad, and then you got the like the weird other vampires. You know. Yeah, the children couples. The two guys are kind of personalityless, mm. uh, but there's the angry lady and Audrey from Twin Peaks. Yeah, um, is Alice. I liked her. She was nice. She's probably my favorite character so far because I haven't had a chance to ruin her yet. That's true. But I like the dad. The dad's definitely my favorite character. Actually, good point. I hope he gets turned into a vampire. I want to see a movie with him. Random notes I wrote down. At one point, one of the vampires marks a tree by rubbing their shoulder on it. Well, that's because it had the jacket. The jacket that she... that the, the, the human wore. Oh, they're marking that with human scent. Okay, because at first I was like, I don't know if that would necessarily work because you'd have to rub your skin against something to put your scent there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I think the track is too good for that. I think the tracker could figure out it was like old scent or something, which is why he turned around. But I'm making up shit to make sense of this movie. So, you know. Uh, what else? What else? At the very end, Edward's like, I won't turn you. I'll be with you until you die. And I'm like, as if this guy is not going to, like, dump her as soon as she turns 40. <laughs> like, I'm Yeah, like- yeah. And prey on some other school children. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, when you make, when you, when you say it like that, Ben, it almost sounds like a bad thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's if he stays the same age forever, then he's just going to be in school forever yeah yeah i don't know why he keeps insisting on not turning her right what what why it would make sense because as soon as she turns 21 she's committing a felony <laughs> by being with this oh. guy that looks like he's 17 even though he's committing a felony by being with her even though he's doing the worst thing yeah that's true Oh, my goodness. Again, why doesn't he turn her? Just turn her. What? Because we need four more movies, Zach. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. And, of course, the final action scene takes place in a dark church dancing hall Mm. thing. And it's all just jumping and throwing people around. Zach, did you like that action scene? Uh, There was an action scene? I couldn't tell. It was too dark. (laughs) There's a lot of people being thrown around. 
Every single time this movie goes to an action scene, it's filmed on a Dutch angle. I don't know why yeah. it's all... Because they think that that signifies action, and that's the easiest way to convey that something's happening. It was very hard to figure out who was, like, hitting who, and who was jumping who. Like, I couldn't tell between Edward and the bad guy which one was being attacked until it did, like, a close-up. Yes. You know? Yes. Because I thought Edward got launched into a window, but I think that was actually James, because then Edward, like, jumps down to save her. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was hard to tell. And also, like, all the weird, like, Morbius mist effects. I liked when the guy's head was torn off. Yeah, that was great. And then he bursts into fire. Yeah, Yeah, they were like, all right, don't worry. Hey, Edward. Don't give in to your primal instincts. Don't kill this man. Anyway, we got to snap his neck now. Crack. <laughs> yeah. Pop, pop of the fire. Done. And then sucking the venom out. They suck the venom out. You know. Give it, Giving her a good suck. And then they go to the prom. Okay, cool. We're done. <laughs> they go to the prom. And at the prom, a song plays. And the lyrics of the song is, Tonight lightning strikes... We're going into twilight. <laughs> so we can play baseball. Oh my god. With the thunder. It's so meta. Yeah. The, the soundtrack for this movie is pretty cool though. It ends with like a Radiohead song. The twilight soundtracks are always really good. What, what about the most important bit? Where we see the bad lady at the end watching them from a window. As all good movies do, they set it up for a sequel in the first movie. In the first movie. That means that you know it's a good movie because they're confident enough to do that. Oh yeah, sure, one hundred percent. I don't <laughs> think right. they. I don't think the sequels were greenlit at this point, so they really took a swing. Yeah, and a hit with that one. Honestly, I like like I I appreciate the fact that you've invited me on this episode, uh, you know, as a as a long standing guest or whatever. But this is this is not my this is not my bag, you know. Yeah. I don't think this is anyone's really. Do we rate them? I abstain from a, <laughs> from a rating. I don't think that deserves a rating. Oof. No, I don't know. Whatever. One one star. They tr- they tried. It was not completely half a star. I'll give it one star because uh, they tried. I guess I don't know. It's somewhere between a half star and a one star. You give this a point seven stars. That I they doesn't deserve decimals. <laughs> yeah. All right. On to the next one. I can't believe Doc Brown is making us do this. Yeah. What the fuck, Doc Brown? Yeah. But I we have to save the world. It's necessary. We've got to save the world. All right. Let's let's go and do the sequel. I guess we just watch it now and record it as soon as we're done, Zach. We may as well just get this all out in one day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 got to be better than the first movie, right? Surely. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> oh, the plan. The plan is working. The experiment. Our clones. Oh, we will see how this franchise fries their mind. Yes. Our torture methods may seem cruel and unusual, and that's because they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you, our wonderful evil clone of Ben Volchok, you did a wonderful job pretending to be annoyed in that review to throw our clones off from the fact that you were Doc Brown the entire time. (laughs) Thank you. I finally made the chance to use my New York accent. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's me, the real Dr. Brown. What? What? That was just an experiment. Oh. Wait, so it was actually you, Doc Brown, playing Ben Volchok, playing Doc Brown as a New York? Yes, there's too much at stake. So wait, do they actually need to watch The Twilight? I'm confused. No, 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 no. That was all. All of this has been... All the, the clones have to watch it. That's part of the experiment. But, 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 but the, the, all of the stuff about the, the, the New York Dr. Brown and, the, uh, and the, the, the Hungarian Twilight, that was all a ruse to make them think that there was something uh, happening that uh, just to uh, uh, make sure they wouldn't guess. Wow. Mmm, very devilish of you. But, but you two, you should actually watch the 1990 Hungarian <laughs> Twilight film. I mean, look, maybe. We'll put it on the list. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll put it on my to-do list. But first, we should get back to our to-fry list. And by to-fry, I mean our clones' minds. Mysterious invitation, an unknown host, ten strangers trapped in a remote mountain lodge. I won't let anything get in the way of my having a good holiday. One dead. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. Look at her. Nine remain. Finding the killer will be a process of elimination. Head to the Penny Peep Show podcast to listen to our latest series, A Process of Elimination. Do it now before you get eliminated. And we're back for our spooky Halloween episode. <laughs> is this really for Halloween? <laughs> yeah, this is for Halloween. This is yeah, the this choice? Is, this is the Halloween episode. <laughs> I had no idea. W- weren't you terrified during this film? <laughs> Uh, yeah, like on a deep existential level, so it makes sense. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is for a Halloween episode. Um, Sandy's here, but Zach, uh, how are you feeling? We're two Twilight movies deep. P- a pretty spooked. <laughs> You're feeling spooked. <laughs> Yes, I'm terrified of uh, a committed relationship, so this movie is terrifying. <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. I'm terrified of aging. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, that's relatable. All right, we're talking about Twilight New Moon to save the world, Zach. We're doing this to save the world, remember? Oh, yeah, we have to save the world. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's rather important. Uh, and to help us save the world, we've brought in Sandy Hello. You're so welcome. Hi. I uh, love the world, a world in which Twilight New Moon exists. Yeah. <laughs> really want to keep that going. Before we jump into um, general thoughts about New Moon, what are your general thoughts on the franchise? When did you start watching them? <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Uh, um, so when I was about oh, 14 was when mm. the book Twilight first hit the shelves. And at the time I was in the habit of going to the bookstore and just oh, no. picking up whatever I saw and buying it and reading it. So I really had no context for Twilight when I first read it. I just thought the cover looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And I hadn't read like a romance before. So that was exciting. Mm. And as I read it, I was like, this is amazing. This is like <laughs> <laughs> the perfect love story. And then I realized it was super popular. Uh, and I was like, 
good, actually. Now oh. I can talk to people about mm. this. I know, a twist in the story you weren't expecting because you just had Ben on and he would have had the opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have been like, no, it's mine. But around, yeah, exactly. But around the time the movies came out, there was the backlash was beginning. And so mm. it became very important for people to think that I was cool. So, mm. um, you know, as you will when you are a, a teenager, a young teenager. So, so I, I, you know, was there insulting uh, poor old Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Aww. Stewart. And uh, good old Rob Pattinson, who is now one of my favorite actors. But at the time, I was. Mm. Really quite mean to him, so oh, I apologize no. for that, Rob, because you know, he's going to be listening to this. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's my background with Twilight. Read all the books, watched, I think, only the first two movies um, at the time when they came out. Oh. Um, and then when, you know, because it takes a year or two for them to each come out. So I think by the time the later ones were coming out, I'd moved on mm. Uh, mm. by then. All right. And and what is your... Because I think the general consensus with the book readers, I've only ever read the first one, but the general consensus I think is the first one's good, second one not as good, and then three onwards it gets better. I think we don't like, uh, and when I say we, I mean all of womankind, uh, I think we don't like the fact that Edward's not really in it. And he was kind of the main drawer of book one. And there are, you know, you'll find those factions of people out there who are Team Jacob, as they say. Um, God, who would be them? But I think for the ma- great majority of Twilight uh, aficionados, we do- yeah, it gets kind of dull when uh, Edward's not around and Bella's just mopey and sad all the time. That is true, but I found it funny, and I enjoyed this movie <laughs> actually a lot more. It's surprisingly a funny movie. There's some good good moments. Yeah, this film, it's missing a lot of the, I guess, the independent filmmaking style of the first one, which I liked, but mm. as an overall film, I found this a lot more enjoyable than the first one. What did you think of New Moon, Zach? I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this more. In fact, I enjoyed it more probably because Edwards was less <laughs> <laughs> Hey, isn't this movie, um, sorry to interrupt, isn't this directed by a man? Yes. And the first mm. one was directed by a woman, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which mm. So, I yeah. wonder if that, uh, he, you know, he know. well, I mean, he has the boys shirtless so much, so maybe he does know what he's doing. <laughs> maybe. And he also directed The Golden Compass, which, I don't know. Oh, that's kind of shit. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I don't even like the book that much, though, so that's not really his fault. Yeah, true. It's a bit smug, don't you think, The Golden Compass? I like them, but wow. that's a fair point to make, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, Jacob can get it. Jacob can get it. That's what I'm saying. I'm team Jacob. I like him when he's got the long hair, but once he cuts his hair off, yeah, it's like... Mm. I liked him better with the long hair as well. I don't know mm. why they got rid of it. It made, it made more sense that he'd be short hair then long hair, surely. Yeah, I guess if his hair grew fast for werewolf reasons, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, werewolf reasons. You're a werewolves. Werewolves. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm Team Jacob so far. I like him a lot. Okay. And I feel very sorry for him. Wow. Because she kind of threw herself at him. I don't know if I'd say that. She needed a friend, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. She needed a friend, and then he was there, and... And he has, like, a lifetime crush on her. Yeah, that's not her fault. No, it's not her fault. But she's just been emotionally manipulated by Edward for a whole movie. So That's then, you true. know, she does the same thing. Exactly. I'm not love shaming her. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that I feel bad for Jacob. I'm so glad we're getting right into the Jacob versus <laughs> yeah, Edward discourse. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. Well, here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, Edward's a, a, a toxic and Jacob is uh, also, also toxic. toxic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm Team Alice. Team Alice is the only team. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bell- yeah, Bella's also toxic. I'm team Charlie, actually. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Love a hot dad. But also Carlisle. Carlisle is great. Carlisle is serving us, like, interview with a vampire realness. <laughs> mm. Oh, yes, which is your favorite movie, right? <laughs> of all time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be comparing this to interview with a vampire a lot. Just get ready. <laughs> I'm team Michael Sheen. Oh, and Zach is team Mike. Yeah, I Michael Sheen be- is in this. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's my team. Michael Sheen can get it. I have a lot to say about that, but maybe we'll wait until we get to that part. Yeah, well, we're not really going to go through the, 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 the plot, but if you haven't seen New Moon, I mean, the first one is what she falls in love with the vampire, and then there's some bad vampires and they fight for mm. a bit. This one is all the vampires have to leave, and so she hangs out with Jacob a bunch, but none of that really matters because in the end, Edward is going to kill himself mm. uh, in a Romeo and Juliet style thing because he thinks she's dead. Yeah, he thinks she's dead because of poor communication. Yes. You know, is want to plague most young uh, relationships. Mm. Um, you know, maybe not to this extent, <laughs> but yeah, for whatever reason, everyone thinks she's about to die or she has died. Jacob's a bit naughty, pretends that she died on the phone. And then uh, Edward uh, goes to Italy and the movie turns into the wolf and the vampire Italian drift is what the <laughs> end of this movie is. Yeah. I love this segment. Yeah. This is the, yeah, this is the best part of the movie, frankly. All those red rows. It's like real classic gothic. And then you got, what, his name, Aro or whatever his name is, Michael Sheen, who is, if I may say, a real vampire's vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. I loved him. And Jane as well. Super cool. Love Dakota. Yeah, Dakota Fanning's in this as well. She plays a vampire named Jane named who Jane. can, her special magical power, because the vampires in this have, uh, like, you know, Powerpuff Girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Special powers that they each have. Yeah. Her power is to basically do the Cruciatus curse. She can just make you in a lot of pain. Ooh, yeah, that's a good comparison. Whenever she likes. Yeah, which I love for her. Yeah, because all the other vampires are like, oh, I don't want to mess with her because she will fuck me up. And that's something else that's potentially a bit better in this movie compared to the first one, uh, basically just because they had more budget. The, the action in this one is really solid. That fight yeah, it's much better. at the end mm. is really smooth and you can see everything. It's good. Enjoyable. Not so sure about the the wolves are a bit janky. But. Oh, the wolves are... What is the wolf transformation? They just kind of puff out into into wolf form? Yeah, yeah. really, really big, very cartoony uh, CG wolves. But, like, you gotta forgive them. This is, this is a little while ago. I thought they were decent. We've seen worse on the show. <laughs> I don't remember anyone having problems with them at the time. No. Yeah. It's not really the main focus, so I wasn't too upset. And I, I thought they were cool. Those wolf boys. Yeah. Smashing it out. Yeah, colour-coded for your convenience. Of course. Yes, yeah, for audience convenience. Yeah, that was good. And we get that um that part where one of the wolf lads has a partner whose face... Ooh, yeah. He's scratched. They just kind of accept that... That you're gonna get hurt if you're dating vampires or werewolves. Yeah. They just really just accept that fact in these movies. Yeah, there's like they don't have any control yeah. over it. Yeah. So you've got you've got the choice between vampires that want to eat you constantly, or the wolf people that Hulk rage and smash things up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time to be a young female protagonist. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You really gotta hand it to Bella. She does she handles things. She gets a bad rap. Poor Bella. Yeah. Yeah. No, she does. She never asked for any of this. I don't know why 
every guy she hangs out with is supernatural. <laughs> it would be pretty funny if, like, in the third one, uh, Jacob and Edward leave, and then there's a ghost guy, and then the fourth one is like, <laughs> oh no, he's a zombie. Just turns into a harem anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get a we get a harem of Monster Squad, like a dating sim game. Like, how many relationship points do you have with Ghost Boy? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she does spend most of this movie moping. There's that classic, uh, in inverted commas maybe, uh, scene where she's sitting by the window and we kind of pan around her. Um, and every time we reach the window, it is a new month. Yeah. So this is lifted straight from the book. Did you guys know that? Oh, okay. So what happens in the book is that you get to the book, you know, Edward leaves her in the forest. She's crying. He's like, I don't love you, actually, you know, because he's trying to convince her to let him go or whatever. Uh, And then he leaves and then she like lies down on the ground in the forest or whatever and has her, you know, little um, mental breakdown. And then you flip the page, the page turns, and there's nothing on on the following spread except, like, the word November. Oh. And then, you know, your little teen heart is shook, and you're like, oh my god, and you flip the page again, and then it's, like, December. Oh, <laughs> shit. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> so it's, like, it's actually pretty effective, I think, the way they did it in the book. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so I think this was the movie's answer to that, or the movie's way of kind of trying to convey that emotion. I was just gonna say, I like the lore in this movie, it expands so much more yeah. um, on the people. And I love the vampire council. Mm. Yeah, whenever Laurent and Victoria are on the screen, I'm like, ah, you're last year's villains. Get to the real shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what is that? Victoria's here for, like, one scene. Oh, yeah. She's here to be killed by the vamp- uh, by the werewolves, just so that I think Jacob can be like, I protected her when Edward was away. I think it's more of a relationship. It's once again not the focus. Yeah. Although I liked the, the vampire... Uh, the werewolf vampire chasing scenes. They were pretty cool. Yeah, that was fun. And I guess, like, I was surprised, like, right in the beginning, like, as you're driving down the road in the Pacific Northwest and they've got on the radio, like, oh, these hikers have been killed. You're like, oh, man, the plot arrived early. Because it doesn't arrive till quite late in the first movie. So they're like, mm. no, nah, we got to raise some stakes in here. Let's talk about Italy. Yeah, I'm way more into the Vampire Council thing. That's straight out of Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, the Volturi. This borrows a lot from that, I think. Stephanie might have had to have read it. I I think you're right, yeah. Well, um, because that's all introduced in this one. There's no foreshadowing towards a Vampire Council at all. Mm. No, I wish they'd done that, but I don't, honestly don't think she had a plan as she was writing this. <laughs> she was just like, Whoa. shit, what happens next? <laughs> Whoa, she meticulously went over the... the she had fucking George R. Martin, yeah. <laughs> the teaser you George R. R. Martin, like, mind maps on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a meticulously crafted narrative. Yeah, well well, even in the first one, like there's no um teasing towards Victoria. In the book, I mean, there's no teasing towards like Victoria wanting revenge or anything in the first book, so Yeah. Well that's just like a movie like here's the sequel idea yeah. that we'll put at the end. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but the Volturi do come back later on in this series. You'll be glad to know. That's very good, because it is Michael Sheen. And also, one of the other guys on the council sounded like David Tennant. So I was like, oh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant? But no. No. No, no, no. He would have made a great Volturi. Mm, He would have. So the way that Edward goes about trying to get himself killed is he walks (laughs) out into a crowd of people celebrating the death of vampires Mm. to show that he is a vampire. (laughs) 
like St. Patrick's Day, except instead of driving out the snakes from the city, it was the it was the vampires. So all the mm. townspeople are around in red robes because it's aesthetic. It looks cool, and they look like nice. Like I'm like, where are you guys buying these robes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go to the corner store in Italy, you know? Like, if that was a real town, people would be buying, like, shitty polyester ones from the Halloween yeah, shop. There, there would be a range of cloaks. Someone would have the really cool one, and then loads yeah. of other people would have the shitty ones. Yeah, yeah the friggin' lapas would be out here looking good, but then everyone else would be, like, either in Halloween costumes or just not even bothering. Which I was kind of disappointed that there weren't just people... Wearing regular clothes because that would absolutely happen in that real life. Although they, they do get people wearing regular clothes later to eat them. Oh yeah, tourists or whatever. But it was a very visually arresting scene. It was. It looked really good. Um, th- this movie overall, I do kind of miss the blueness of the first one because the first <laughs> one was very blue. Oh yeah, that early ooze supernatural on the CW, like <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. blowing the colors out. Yeah, yeah. like again, that first one probably better directed. Because, uh, like, the handheld stuff, all that, quite cool. Whereas with this one, it just feels like a regular blockbuster movie. Yeah. Uh, with no personality at all. Bit more love went into the first one, I think. Yeah. The, the, the wolves at some point hit the camera when they were fighting. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. Like, they do this whole tumble backwards into the woods, and you have, like, a shot of them looking up at them tumbling towards you, and it, like, hits the camera. <laughs> That's cute, because they're CG, so they obviously did that on purpose. Yeah, 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 it was very cute. It was very cute. But what I was going to say is that they all act their little hearts out, and I just appreciate that so much. Like, you know, you hear a lot about how much they hated this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. But they really gave it their all. They did, especially, like, Robert Patterson. He's just playing a weirdo. He oh, loves yeah. it. He just gets to play this weirdo <laughs> that people <laughs> like. Um, and Taylor Lautner, look, I gave him a lot of shit in the first one because I didn't think he was very good. But he's he's all right in this. I I didn't mind him in this one. Yeah, he does okay. He brings the emotions, yeah. Even though he's still 16 and Bella's 18 in, in this one. Yeah, I love that they, like, comment on that. They're like, you don't look 16. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's fine because we're acknowledging it. Yeah, no, there's the whole age thing, and boy, do I have conflicted feelings about everything. Oh, yeah. Because they're, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Edward's hundreds of years, and she's not, and it's weird. And then you have this thing where he's two years young, and I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> yeah, she, and she's so, she's got such a big chip on her shoulder about it. She's like, I'm not a cougar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's obsessed with it. Also, she's now 18. Apparently, Edward is 17 in this world, right? Yeah, well, he, di- he died when he was 17 or whatever. He was changed when he was 17. So if she gets turned into a vampire, she'll be 18 forever. He'll be 17 forever. Look, not a super small age gap, but still... That's a, there is an age of consent somewhere in there. <laughs> and, hey, um, Sa- Sandro. Yeah? I'm going to bring a Transformers and say Juliet Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay's Romeo and Juliet clause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Juliet was a, Romeo and Juliet was a big theme. It really was. We had that uh, that movie watching scene where he's like, yeah, I've thought about killing myself. And she's like, why would <laughs> yeah. you tell me this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it's for it's for the plot later on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. Yeah. But I love that everyone in the class is fucking crying at this, like, old, uh, <laughs> janky black and white Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, no high school student that I have ever met 
is going to cry at an old-ass recording of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, VHS. I think it was on VHS or something. Yeah, I mean, show them the Baz Luhrmann one, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Give these kids what they want. Oh, speaking of movies, we've got to mention Face Punch. Yeah, oh my god, Face Punch, perfect. There's a point in this movie where Bella... Uh, what's his name? The other guy? Mike. I think Mike. Uh, poor Mike. Uh, they go to a movie. They go to the theaters to go and see Face Punch. But, but no one else wants to go see an action film. Oh my God. It's meant to be, yeah, a group hang, but then it ends up as just these two guys who have, you know, Jacob and Mike, who are both obviously interested in Bella. So this is wonderful scene, maybe the best scene in the film, mm. <laughs> uh, where they're sitting in the dark at the movie theater and she looks down. And both of them have, like, left their hands on the armrest, like, facing up, like, hoping that she's going to hold their hand. (laughs) (laughs) And you can just see it on her face. She's like, oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I think that's, yeah, perfect comedy. It's pretty good. Mm. But the movie that they go to see is apparently incredibly gruesome. Yeah. I've got a quote. I wrote down a couple quotes from this movie, actually. But uh, (laughs) the quote before they go and see it, they're talking about the trailer. And um, one of the friends is like, yeah, face punch. We were meant to go see that. The trailer was like, boom, boom, punch faces. (laughs) Oh, the other perfect comedy moment in this film is, I believe, when, when they transform for the first time in front of Bella, I think two of them. Jerry or whatever the fuck he is and then Jacob as well protecting her from from this other wolf and then one of the other uh, werewolf boys goes well I guess the wolf's out of the bag (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty good and I was like damn you should be on the stage sonny (laughs) this man a jacket and a mic you know (laughs) yeah you know and a brick wall background (laughs) oh what about when Edward says uh you can't trust vampires. Trust me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Let me think about that for a second. Oh, and Ghost Edward, who keeps appearing throughout the movie. Is that something he's doing or literally just a hallucination? Because I think it's meant to be a hallucination. I feel like it's an hallucination. Because he doesn't seem aware that that's going on. Yeah, she might just be a little crazy. <laughs> I may... Well, she does get on the back of, like, a random biker's bike for a bit. Who, by the way, like... It seems nice enough to just drop her off. That's all right. Yeah, like he just let her go. Uh, but Jessica's lines during that whole scene were amazing as well. She's underrated. Mm. Oh, yeah. Not a single lie detected. No. <laughs> well, Anna Kendrick being in these is very funny. Because, um, again, the whole cast is too good for this material, but Anna Kendrick is great. Absolutely. No, she sells it. Like, I know you're depressed and everything, but, like, all of us are going through stuff. Like, you're, like, bumming me out. We're all, yeah. <laughs> you're still bumming? Like, I think that's what she says. <laughs> you're still bumming? I mean, we've all got stuff going on. <laughs> I think this is, yeah, it was, like, Twilight, then she did Scott Pilgrim, and then was picked up for Pitch Perfect. So, yeah, yeah, perfect. And then the rest is history. Yeah, very much the start of her uh, whole whole career, which is good. Um, so we have Twilight to thank. Yeah. I mean, we do have Twilight to thank about, you know, for a lot of stuff, I think, you know. <laughs> Robert Patterson mm. having money so he can go make weird movies. <laughs> yeah, God bless his soul. His career is just gives me life. 
It's great. Um, but Zach, the ending of this movie. Wait, did they leave us on a cliffhanger or something? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They did the whole standoff between the boys. Yeah, that was fun. Where she's got to choose the boys, and she just tells Jacob, "Hey, I'm gonna choose him. So don't, don't do this. <laughs> you know, that's queen shit. Yeah. Like, don't make me choose, cause you'll lose. And I like that she's, you know, blunt. She's not. She's not. Like, leading him on or anything. She's like, no, I'm gonna choose him. Don't fight. Yeah, it's weird that, like, there's Team Edward and Team Jacob, even though it's pretty obvious from all the movies. Yeah, Mm. but Jacob doesn't know that. It's not his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't read the script yet. Again, I feel bad for Jacob. I feel bad for my boy Jacob, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be Team Jacob, and I'm gonna support him. You're gonna support him no matter what happens. I already know how this series ends, so no, I'm very yeah, no matter what happens. <laughs> no, no, that is not the words I said. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and Edward, the the cliffhanger is like Edward asks her to marry him, and then she has the exact reaction you would expect, which is, "Wow, yikes." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I I wish she had gone, like, give me three years or something. Yeah, well, um, he asks her because uh, uh, the council at the end, uh, to get them out of the council, they have, like, Alice says, there's a future where Bella is a vampire, so you can't kill mm. her because she's going to be a vampire. And the council's like, you got us. You got us, yeah. Yeah, I love that scene because there's this whole scene where... My boy, Michael Sheen, he's... <laughs> You're um, just referring to, like, half the cast as your boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're my homies. They're my, my groupies. He He's mind-reading people, because he has a, a similar but more developed powers than Edward. I, I think it's like he can, he can read every feeling you've ever had or something like that. Right. I don't think it's like... At, you know, like, real-time mind-reading like Edward's. I think it's more like he can get, like, a whole gestalt of you, yeah, as a mm, person. Yeah. If he touches your hand, he can just, like, he gets the file on you, I guess. <laughs> but but he can't uh, do that with Bella. Yeah, because she's special. And Jane can't make her be in pain either. She can't use her pain powers on Bella, so yeah, something's going on there. Maybe we'll find out more when she becomes a vampire. But yeah, they're like, we'll let you go because you will be a vampire, but they gotta turn you! And Edward's like, I guess I'll do it, but in order to do it, we need to get married. And I might hear, like, they're in this gorgeous, like, neoclassical room under this big dome, and I'm like, where's this dome in that, like, square-ass clock tower? (laughs) 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 Did we just, like, magically vampire transport to a different building? Probably. Oh, absolutely. That's definitely what happened. They can run really fast. That's the thing. They can. Yeah, they can run really fast. I don't know if you've seen the movie. (laughs) I'm like, where are they fitting this dome inside this, like, tiny little, like, guard piazza? It's clear. They they cut out the square, and then inside the square, they cut another dome. Oh, that makes sense. Underneath, So you have a building within the building. Ooh. Mm. Love that. So that you can throw your fellow vampires around and break it. Yeah, that was fun when we when he when his face cracked because he's made of stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's 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 new moon, I think. Yeah. So you guys have got a vampire marriage in your future, probably mm. more weird like pseudo uh, domestic werewolf violence. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, more Michael Sheen. We'll see. Yeah. God, it's nice to see a real vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the proper vampire thing. I love the council. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's long ass hair. It just doesn't move. There's so much hairspray in it. <laughs> it's just like a helmet. The classical clothing and everything, like, it feels like they are ancient almost. Mm, yeah, well, they're definitely meant to be for sure. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for chatting New Moon with us, Sandy. Oh, my pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks for having me once again. As always, love your work. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Best of luck for the future. Yeah, well, we've got three more of these to go through. Next one's Eclipse, which I've heard is the best one, so let's see what happens. Ooh. Is Lee Pace in that one? I, I don't know. Okay, it's pro- he's probably in number four then, because they bring on a whole bunch of new vampires in number four for literally no reason. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, just before we leave, Sandy, I did have a question. What did you think of Edward in the first one? Reading the first book, I definitely thought Edward was quite a dish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't think that in the movie it translates uh, that yeah. quite as well, just because there's so much awkward silence and you don't have, like, Bella's thoughts being like, God damn it, he's hot, to, like, distract <laughs> you from that. <laughs> for for your imagination to go wild and imagine the hottest man in existence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hottest man in existence. But he'll never touch you. Sandra, what team were you on again? <laughs> I'm team Alice, all the way. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking any other team. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Staying out of this. I was, I was going to be team, uh, what was it, Nick, Mike, whatever it was. <laughs> Mike, oh no, he's the worst. The, the guy who threw up in the theatre, but it sounds like he doesn't come back, so I'm going to have to abandon ship on that one. <laughs> I gotta say team Aro. Mm. I was team Carlisle there for a while, because he's definitely like, yeah, that tortured soul shit, love that. You know, I'm like, hey, Brad Pitt in Interview of the Vampire, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But no, yeah, R is the, the cool the cool cat here, I think. All right. Well, we, we've picked our teams before the third film. I, th- I reckon uh, we're on track. All right. Well, let me know how it goes because I won't be <laughs> joining you there. Let me, know, let me know who wins, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confident. I'm confident. The real winner is Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Or whoever <laughs> distributed this. Is it, I was watching it on stand, so. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> And we're back for more spooky Twilight movies. Ooh. <laughs> Zach, we just saw Twilight Eclipse. Uh, what, what what did you think? I am distraught. You're distraught? I am devastated. You're devo? Yeah. Oh, no. I've never been more distraught ever. Is it because you, your boy, your lad, <laughs> yeah. Jacob, got shut down? I can't, I can't believe you guessed it immediately. Yes. Mm. Immediate. No, no, not that. He's betrayed me. I was on Team Jacob, Sandro. Yeah. I'm fully off Team Jacob now. Oh, that's right. Because when we reviewed New Moon, you said that you would support Jacob no matter what he did. And I said, that's that a big call. <laughs> Um, that is what people have claimed that I have said, yes. This is not the worst of it. This is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just you wait. No, I'm immediately jumping here. You know the, the rats in the ship, how they're jumping the ship? I've seen them. I see where this is heading, <laughs> and I'm immediately jumping ship. I think that's probably I'm a out. good thing to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, to join us to talk about Twilight Eclipse... You know, we had for the first Twilight movie, someone who hated it. Mm. Uh, We had for the second Twilight movie, someone who was more on board with the books, was kind of losing interest when the movies came out. 
But for Twilight Eclipse, we've got someone who is on the ground level of the movies. <laughs> a field researcher. <laughs> a real, yeah, a real fan. You know what I mean? And real fans are hard to find nowadays. Mm. <laughs> it's Valaris. Welcome. Hi, I wish I still had the bedroom posters to prove it, but Ooh. I don't anymore. <laughs> oh, you have posters. The posters, the t-shirts, I had the whole shebang growing up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was dedicated. <laughs> what what team were you on? How did you discover it? Um, yeah, what's your story? Yeah, Tell what's us your story? Your Twilight story. When did you start to sparkle? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, so I seen the very first movie in theaters prior to reading any of the books. I had seen that and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, you know, never really seeing much to do with vampires prior to that. I'm like, this sounds really cool. And then I ended up uh, getting my mom and dad to buy me the books. And then I ended up finishing them as, as each movie was coming out. And then I, I went to, uh, from New Moon all the way through to Breaking Dawn Part 2, I went to every midnight release of the movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and I was always Team Alice and Jacob. Mm, um, but okay. always, but also Jasper. Jasper? That's a big call considering that he's a racist, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he. Yeah, when you find out more about his backstory, it, it really crushes your soul. But yeah. Alice, Alice is, a, is, is my main girl. She's the best. Yeah, okay, we've we found a theme. Alice is the best team to be on. The <laughs> She's most the best. She's the best. Everyone else, yeah, yeah you kind of end up, when you find out more about them and everything, you're just like, no, 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 thank you. But Alice is just beautiful. I love her forever. <laughs> I'd like to say he he was a racist, Sandro. What, Jasper? People can change, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, so in this movie, we get backstory for a lot of the vampires, and we find out mm. that Jasper was a part of the Confederate army. Now, here's my thing. This is fiction. You can give him any backstory you want. Yeah. Why is Stephanie Meyer making one of the leads a part of the Confederate army? What are you doing, Sandra, Stephanie Meyer? Sa Sa Sandro, let me counter... Uh, your point with this. Uh, this is a fantasy setting and she can do anything she wants. Yeah, but like... And this is the story she chose. Why does he have a Texas accent? Why does that then come into the action scene? <laughs> because it's great. Yeah, does he does he have his accent all the way through? I no, don't... not in the last two. No. No, very, very specifically, I... My my fan theory. <laughs> fan theory. You're a fan now, all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, huge fan, huge fan. Always have been. Is that, it, like, he's learned to mask it and change his accent from where they go, you know, because they have to keep relocating, right? So if they're in Texas, I presume all of them will have Texan accents. <laughs> Or do something like that. Like, it's a linguistic thing. And people's accents... People's accents do change over time. So it's quite possible he had one and then lost it over time. That is a good idea, actually. I don't mind that. So the first movie was Edward's movie. And the second movie was Jacob's movie. And now we've got a bit of both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And after having both of them, it's it's not looking great for my boy Jacob, honestly. <laughs> um, he went He went from good boy to nice guy. And there's a fine line, but one of them is way worse. He went from, like, the farming boy next door 
Yeah. To that guy on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes, correct. In one movie. Absolutely correct. And it was, oh, it was painful. I was like, no, don't do it. But, uh, once again, I think th- this movie was better than the first one. Miles, yeah. Yeah, and I liked... This one, once again, also had a lot of expansive lore that we're digging mm. into. Yeah. Uh, like... A lot of backstory for the vampires, as you said. We Mm. get to learn a bit more about them. Too much, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough, I say. (laughs) There seemed to be a lot of sudden changes of cast. Yes. There was a lot of recasting, yeah. There was. Victoria, I believe, was different. Yeah, Victoria is the obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. I think what happened was they recast because Bryce Dallas Howard was more popular. Like, it's not that the original actor had a falling out with the crew. No, she just wasn't popular. (laughs) It's such a weird decision because she doesn't have, like, any screen time in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. And then immediately dies. Like, that's her whole arc is she gets ten minutes at the end where she dies. So why recast it? Oh, it's weird. I don't know. Mm. It's a weird decision, but overall, I kind of like the movie. You kind of like this one. All right, not bad, not bad. Yeah. Now, Val, you like this one the most, right? Uh, it's, it's up there. I did prefer, um, like some of the later movies more, but this would probably be a very close second. It's, I kind of, I kind of almost like them in like reverse order with like Twilight being the, the dead last. Cause it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do really like Eclipse. And why do you like Eclipse? Why is this one so good? I think because you do get, it's, it's the kind of, they, they do start to dig into more of the backstories, um, around like the vampires how they became vampires um and everything and why why a lot of them act the way that they do as vampires like rosalie being so against bella wanting to become a vampire and then you kind of at first you're kind of like well why um and then you know you get her backstory and you know it's completely understandable why she wouldn't want that for anyone yeah um so i think i think the the lore dump especially is is really good, but the the action and, and everything towards the end and getting the wolves involved and everything was really cool. Mm, yeah, they um they once again got a bigger budget. The wolves look great in this one. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the action, and I've got one question that I did really want to bring up. Something <laughs> that was bugging me in New Moon, but really bugged me in this one. Mm-hmm. So in the first movie, when you kill a vampire, they burst into flames. In the second movie, they kind of crumble to stone. In this one, they're crystals now? Well, I think that's more of the stone thing, right? Yeah. It might be like, you could say, for argument's sake, that new bloods are more crystal-y. Yeah, I'm wondering if it is a age of vampire thing. I think the crystal thing makes sense, though, because they sparkle, right? So I think that's yeah. pretty cool consistency. But I don't think that comes back in Breaking Dawn, so I don't know. what the- <laughs> we, we also see, like, they still crack, right? Like like the the sort of stone thing that we saw before, so yeah, it's a little little inconsistent, but it might be maybe it's because they were actually in the sun, yeah, sort yeah, of thing. That's a good point. And they become more crystally in the sun. And it's been such a long time since I read the books that I couldn't even tell you if that's like mentioned at all in the books. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> well, every movie's had a different director, so it could also be that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This one, the director of this one, also directed Breaking Bad. What? Wait, Ooh. hang on. Really? 
Yeah, a bunch of Breaking Bad, um, the director did. Oh, no, just one episode. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> uh, a bunch of episodes of Hannibal and uh, some really solid Black Mirror episodes as well. Oh. The black and white one with, like, the robot dog. Yeah. That's the same director as that. Very cool. But we haven't even talked about the plot. The plot of this one is uh, it's all about a decision. Mm. This is kind of like, plot-wise, this feels like the middle movie. It's all just about Bella trying to really decide if she wants to become a vamp. And then Jacob's there being like, but you'll be weird. <laughs> yeah. Please pick me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's just like... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he becomes slightly less likable in this, which is a shame because I think Taylor Lautner is better in this movie yeah. than the previous two. In fact, I think all the actors are... I, I love what Christian Stewart was doing in New Moon because it was very funny, but that could just be because I'm a bad person. <laughs> mm, but she seems really good in this yeah the same with robert patterson it feels like they're both they've mastered their acting craft so much that they've gotten too good for this movie and they're really like toning it back yeah it's quite like reminiscent of performances you'd see from them in art movies after this after they were like i'm done making blockbusters um yeah, that's a good point <laughs> i quite liked a lot more in this movie more than the other two, is Edward. Yes. He's, he is a lot more likeable in this movie and doesn't make dumb decisions and isn't a complete creepy weirdo. Uh, he's still a weirdo, but he's not a creepy weirdo in this one. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, well, there's a difference between a weirdo and a creepy weirdo. <laughs> um, one needs a restraining order. He, was, he, he knew that uh, Jacob liked her and all that stuff, but he, he let them cuddle because she was freezing. Yeah, he's, he's... You know what? That scene, for all of Twilight, I've been here like, this writing is not very good, but it's funny. That scene was actually well written. Yeah. I was surprised. The scene where Jacob and Edward are chatting it up in a tent, it was pretty good. What a, what a wholesome scene. Yeah. That was great. It was good to see, like, a decent interaction between them that wasn't just, like, get away from her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna mess you up. No, I'm gonna mess you up. Oh, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> stop it, you two, stop yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's every interaction in this movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Aside from the tent one. Yeah. That's just, that's always their reaction. They just somehow butt heads every time. Uh... And someone needing to split them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I think Edward's a lot more likable in this uh, because he's, I don't know, it feels like he's more considerate, I think. Yes. Yeah, he's he's way more considerate now. Like, he's, he's, he's actually acting like a person who cares for the other person. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. What a crazy concept. And Robert Patterson has a bunch of smiles in this movie. I'm like, I like seeing them smile. Yeah. This is, this is so much better. My favorite scene in the film is when the dad talks, does the sex talk. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> poor Charlie. That was hilarious. Poor, poor Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie. And the dad has been one of our favorite characters, I think, Val. <laughs> yeah. Charlie deserves so much better than what he gets. <laughs> My favorite scene is where um, Bella's explaining how she broke her hand. <laughs> yes. When Jacob's like, uh, so Bella broke her hand. Punching me in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was very funny, yeah. He was so confused. Yeah, but but why did she have to do that, Jacob? Why are you why are you kissing a girl without consent? Yeah, mm. what are you doing? 
What are you doing? In the fight scene, when um, there was the the new vampire that the Cullens were almost going to get to join their clan. Uh, the young girl, yeah. Yeah, the one that the Volturi end up deciding needs to be gone. Um, there is actually a novella that is all about her story oh. and about how Riley does create the army and why it, like, it goes into more detail about that. So it's called The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. And it's, yeah, it's it's a little novella that is all from her perspective. So wow. that's kind of why she is shown so much throughout it. Like she gets some scenes, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of like a reoccurring thing of like speaking to Riley and then like hiding that, that she's choosing to hide because she doesn't want to fight. And yeah, so it's all about, it's it's all about that and to do with how, um, like how Riley can, ended up convincing everyone to join the army so that they would have like food and everything. When, well, we all know it was actually Victoria's secret plan all along, but Riley was, yeah, absolutely convinced otherwise. It's okay. it's really good, but it seems, yeah, her her character kind of just seems out of, I don't know, just, just super random, like out of nowhere, really, without any context, especially that she just dies in the end. <laughs> well, this movie is a lot shorter than the other two. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe they had filmed some stuff and then cut it last minute. I, I, I had no idea. Like, I wondered how... She avoided Alice's like future <laughs> powers. I wrote I wrote down a massive note when they were like explaining it. So I'll just read it out word for word. So if Victoria knows that if she decides to go with the vamp lads, then she won't have the upper hand because Alice will know that she's coming. But then if she makes the decision at the last minute, it'll be fine. But she's already made the decision to make the decision at the last minute. Yeah. Mm. So technically a decision's been made. Has she just got such fine control over her mind that she, like, knows how to be on the fence about something? It, it was very odd. I, I didn't understand that part. <laughs> yeah, that that was a bit strange. Because she's made the decision to go. She's just made the decision to make the decision later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then in doing so, she's had to think about making that decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why she, uh, Alice knows that she's going to make the decision at the end, right? Because she's made the decision to make the decision at the end, right? Right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe maybe that's it all along, is that we're so confused talking about this that so would Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Sure. She's like, this logic doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. My visions aren't working. Yeah, maybe Alice just knows that she's made the decision to make a decision later. <laughs> she doesn't know what it is. But I think it was safe to assume that she was coming along, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, and that scene when she does and um, Edward just talks at her, I forget exactly what he says. Something about Bella, I think. and Oh, no, uh, the brother. That's right. For James? Yeah, James. That's it. That was that was acting. Mm. He, he was great in that scene. Oh, wow. You really let her have it. And leading up to that as well, when he was trying to get into Riley's head that what Victoria's plan was all along, but he was so convinced that she loved him that he just couldn't see anything else. <laughs> and they had that, I, I'm going to say it, it was stupid scene where he like looks at her and is like, help me, help me. And she's like, nope, I'm betraying you. Yep. And it's like, oh no, no one could have seen the scene coming a mile away <laughs> as he's dragged off. And then she's just killed. 
Uh, I thought she was the Endgame y- y- villain, but I guess it's Michael Sheen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, uh, I hope so. First off, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second off, I didn't think she was going to be the Endgame villain. I did, I did expect her to survive longer than this movie, but, you know. I did think that Riley was, like, his his end scene was going to be more than just him being dragged off. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, even yeah. re-watching it, I was like, oh, is, it, is, there, is there more? Because, like, I have Eclipse is one I haven't watched in, in ages compared to some of the other ones. But I was like, I swear there was more to that last time I watched. I, yeah. <laughs> but must have been, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wish uh, one of them, like, either Riley or Victoria comes back but like they're missing an arm or something you know mm. what i mean like mm-hmm. but now they're working for for whoever's the bad guy michael sheen or the evil pain lady what's her name uh, jane yeah speaking of what a useless bunch of losers the volturi <laughs> the volturi <laughs> yeah the volturi i hope i hope they get some consequences for that i hope there's something rock up 10 years late <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, it's on purpose because they wanted all of this to happen. Mm. But it went really south for them. So I hope there's some consequences later on for them, at least. I do have a question for you both, though, Uh-oh. because the idea is so funny. What What to you is funnier? The idea that the Volturi walked all the way from Italy or that they all went to an airport and got on a plane? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's pretty funny of the reason that they're late is because they were walked from Italy. <laughs> because we see in this movie that the vampires can walk under the water. They can do a f- yeah. full Pirates of the Caribbean Caribbean, style. yeah, that's what I was thinking when that happened, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they weren't... They just they, they weren't really, you know, dressed for a, uh, <laughs> a hike. No. no. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just, like, swim? <laughs> freestyle over <laughs> surely it would be faster and easier but instead they're just casually walking that seems like it's more effort to drag <laughs> yourself against the waves yeah specifically like if you're standing upright the waves would be barreling it i don't know it seems <laughs> like a weird power power play Oh, one thing I loved about this movie my only other note really is how it really wants to have the cake and it wants to eat it too it wants to be like Bella doesn't like marriage. Bella's quite new age, actually. But also, Bella really wants to get married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really wants to do both of them. Yeah, well, you, you could just say she's kind of torn. Mm. This movie wants to have sexy times, but it also wants abstinence. Well, <laughs> her dad wants abstinence. <laughs> that was so great. It's like, I'm a virgin dad. Next scene. Let's bang, Edward. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that was really uh, great timing all around. Um, but yeah, the movie ends with them. They're going to get married. Mm. Uh, uh, this movie kind of, in the long run, Probably doesn't serve a purpose because the last film ended with them, like, with Edward proposing. So you could probably just skip this one. (laughs) We murdered a bad guy. That's it, yeah. And we got some good backstory for uh, some of the other characters. But yes, I don't think the actual, like... You could probably skip this movie and be fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I don't think I would because I think I enjoyed this it's movie. It's a lot better than the first one. And it's also got, like, one thing I liked about this movie is that it's got a story all the way through. Yes. Whereas with New Moon, it was like an hour and a half of 
fixing a motorcycle and then they go to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty much covers most of it. I mean, it's just one big love triangle and fighting newborn vampires. That's that's kind of the gist of it, yeah. Man, if only there was some way to just be like, okay, Jacob, bye, and then it's not a love triangle anymore, and then there's just <laughs> two of them. Wow. I know, right? I did, I did have one thing I wanted to mention, which was the fight scene with the wolves and the vampires working together. Mm. I thought that I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Because we got the uh, wolf v. vampire slash vampire vampire sort of combat from the last one. Yeah. But we didn't see them working together. Mm. And it was very cool to see them working together and getting along, you know. I sure hope it stays that way and nothing, you know causes them to, to to turn against each other in the later movies. <laughs> that would be terrible. All right. Well, the next one that we've got to do is Breaking Dawn Part 1, which I've heard is a body horror film. So I'm on board for that. Val, when you first heard that Breaking Dawn was going to be split up into two movies, what was your first thoughts then? First thought? Well, at that point, I had already written... Uh, sorry, already written. <laughs> Wait, you're Stephanie Meyer? <laughs> <laughs> already, already read Breaking Dawn. So, like... I knew where it was going, so I was mostly just more heartbroken than anything that I was going to have to wait another, like, few years between part one and part two because you could kind of almost work out where the cliffhanger was going to be compared to, like, where it is in the book. Um, so, yeah, it was mostly more like when, when you know what's going to happen and you just have to – you're just waiting for it to happen, it's just – you know, just time just takes forever. So, you know, 12-year-old Val was, was not happy about waiting. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's that film came out 2011. Uh, mm. So right off the back of Deathly Hallows, which earns a two-parter. Uh, but every other two-part YA adaptation does not. So let's see. <laughs> uh, just before we go, I had a few more questions. What what posters were hanging up in the room exactly? <laughs> I, I, I just want to know, what T-shirts did we own? So uh, the T-shirts that I had were ones that had along the lines of, forget princess, I want to be a vampire. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, there was another one. <laughs> there was another one that was literally just I kissed a vampire and I liked it. Ooh. <laughs> so you know, have to have to rock those two. Um, and then the posters were just like of the cast, really. Mm. Just like ones of like the whole cast, then ones of just like Edward and Bella, then ones of like Jasper and Alice, and yeah, just just all the cast mostly. I was obsessed. <laughs> and looking back on them now, are you like, why was I obsessed? Or do you think they're still genuinely good? No, I want to rewatch them now. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a good few years since I have like sat down to to watch all of them. So watching Eclipse again was it was really nice to go and like re-experience the nostalgia. There was a few parts that I was like, oh, I thought that was different, but I could probably just be misremembering it. Um, but you know, overall, it was it was nice. All right. Well, Zach, uh, we should go do Breaking Dawn, uh, Breaking Dawn Part One and Two. Do we get separate guests for each? I reckon we probably should. Uh, yeah. To torture the most amount of people, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it is to save the world, of course. So you know. Oh, to save the world. Sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. Exactly. All right. We'll be right back with Breaking Dawn Part One. Spooky. Ooh. Hopefully, Jacob's gonna be fine. Everything's great. Oh, God. I guess I'm Team Edward now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we're so evil. <laughs> you can tell it because of our laughs. They're so evil. <laughs> so, Zach, they are reaching. They are reaching the breaking point. And by breaking point, I mean b- breaking dawn. <laughs> <laughs> that pun was so evil. <laughs> so evil, yes. Ah, yes. I can feel the suffering in them. It is juicy. Uh, which one do you think will break first? Or which one do you think is not going to break first and survive the experiment, maybe? I hate to toot my own horn, but I am definitely the thickest. So I think I shall be suffering through this longer than your your puny clone. No, I think my clone has seen much worse movies than you. Mm, your yes. clone loves watching bad movies. My clone hates it. So I think my clone will put up with these the most. Wait, are we trying to say which one will put through with it or are we saying which one won't put through I'm confused about the situation our plan in the first place doesn't make any sense so what makes you think that us planning around our plan would also make sense Mm, an intriguing point an intriguing point I concede to you this time you know what here's what I think we should do we should go get Ben to check up on them and report back let us know which one is closer to the breaking plan Yes, an excellent idea. Let me call him up. Beep, boop, boop. Uh, hello, Ben? Are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, what's up? Hi, uh, we need you to help with our evil scheme. Can you come over one sec? Yeah, no worries, I'll be right there. Ding dong! Whoa, that was very quick. That was evilly quick. Hi, guys! Hello, Ben! Welcome in! Uh, wait. Zach? Yes, what's what? I don't think you called Ben Volchok, who's in on our plan. You called Ben Pepsi, who's also in on our plan. Oh, were you were you not meant to call me? Uh, no, that you're totally the intended target of that call. Because I know you're the best in... What was he the best at? Uh, he, he had the Doc Brown voice, I think? Yes, Doc Brown impressions. No, that uh, that's not me. Uh, now, moving on to more important things. We need you to go and infiltrate the podcast. Right, okay, yeah, no, I can do that. Yes, we need you to tell us which one of our clones is breaking first. By by breaking, which do you mean? Do you mean like like they're enjoying it or not enjoying it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Just report back, please. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Benjamin, go out into the world and be evil, I guess, or something. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. (laughs) Oh my gosh! When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things, you see some not-so-interesting things, (laughs) and if you're like me at all, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Duenas. We are not your daddy's art history podcast. (laughs) We are both artists, so we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time, we compare it 
to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, hey, we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof around, <laughs> all right? We have hungry pantry mons no, that no, might startle you. It's a long story. We, we feed them our materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum on okay. top of the Art Slice okay. Hilltop. So, so if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh my god, Zach, our spooky Halloween episode just keeps getting spookier because now we've got to talk about Breaking Dawn Part 1. It's so scary. Yeah, babies are terrifying. Oh, I hate them. They're the future of society. Here to talk to us about Breaking Dawn Part 1 from Twitch, we've got Ben Pepsi. Hello. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. I'm, I I, I only recently woke up and I, I, I put myself through that. The, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, now you're partly here because, you, unbeknownst to me, you had also started watching the Twilight series around the same time we started watching the Twilight series. I watched the first one last week. Wow, that is very coincidental. Yes. <laughs> and so you're here now to talk about the second last one. But before we get to that, what is your history with Twilight? Why has it only taken you this long to get to this series? Um, I look, I, I had a lot of people telling me how much they love Twilight. Obviously, the fandom's quite big, and I was never too interested in it. But I thought, I was convinced, like, for the last maybe five years that I had watched the first Twilight and it wasn't until I started watching Twilight, I was like, I've never seen this mm. in my life. So I, I, I decided to check it out, see what all the all, all the hype was about. Mm. Um, both the good and the bad hype about it. And so you did. And what do you think? Is it bad? Is it good? I All I will say, I've been saying this to a lot of people that have asked me, I hate that I don't hate it. <laughs> mm, that is a fair point. Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, we've also been going through all the films. It's been one hell of a journey. Uh, I am still Team Alice, uh, and I have been Team Alice since the beginning. But, Zach, your team has gone back and forth, and I suspect dramatically has changed over the course of watching Breaking Dawn Part 1. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Michael Sheen doesn't even make much of an appearance in this movie, and it was very heartbreaking for me. Um, But I can tell you... That by the very, very end, I'm still on Team Michael Sheen. You're still <laughs> Team Sheen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, t- still Team Sheen, but a bit disappointed with his lackluster uh, in appearance, really. Not performance, obviously, because he's, he's great. No, wait, hang on a second. Zach, just earlier in this episode, you were saying that you were Team Jacob, though. Yeah, and look, I have to... <laughs> I would like to apologize. Here comes no. the backpedaling that we all knew was coming. <laughs> 
No, I'm just going to say, maybe it was a mistake to say I should support him in everything he does <laughs> and he's everything going forward. Maybe maybe that was a slight mistake that I said verbatim that I would support him for, for everything and forever. And I'm going to take full credit for my mistake in saying that particular set of words. But also, I'd like to point out that imprinting does not necessarily mean, like, falling in love. Uh, I, I mean... After immediately imprinting, it all goes to say, like, protecting and, like, being a brother and, you know, things... The movie itself tries to almost backpedal at that stage as well. It kind of does, actually, a little bit. But the problem is everyone else we've seen so far that has imprinted has just been like, well, now that I'm obsessed with you, let's be in a relationship. Mm. In this situation, maybe there's... uh... Maybe it won't be gross in part two. We don't know. Yeah. But but if you haven't seen Breaking Dawn Part 1 or any of the Twilight movies and you're just here to listen to us suffer, basically what happens in this one is they get married mm. and then Abella gets pregnant and then there's very little body horror. I was expecting more and I'm quite frankly disappointed. And then she has a little demon baby that Jacob imprints on. And that's the whole movie. <laughs> that's it. That's literally all that happens. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's my first thoughts. Is this one was boring. What did you think of it, Ben? It's like it's like two hours and barely anything happens. It's yeah. just mm. the same thing being like, oh the oh the wolves are gonna try and kill Bella. Oh wait, they're not going to because the Cutlins are protecting her, and that's just a back and forth thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the wedding was more embellished. What? <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> I wish the wedding was more like the red wedding and everyone died. What, like the the dream at the beginning? Oh, actually, good point. Mm. That, that that was, yeah, it was like, that did exist in the film. Yeah. That was literally a thing that happened. Yeah, the dreams. I w- yeah, I wish it got a bit more all out. I don't know. It, the first, I would say, the first three quarters of this movie was incredibly boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and lackluster. It just didn't have anything going on. You could have shortened that into, like, half an hour. Yeah. And then this would have been, like, a 50-minute movie. Like, an hour movie. I mean, it would have been the first half of a movie. Like, it probably should have been. (laughs) Yeah, but they need money, Sandro. Did you you not realise? It also kind of felt like the cast was sleepwalking through this one. Because, like, in Eclipse, we saw Patterson uh, trying out some fun acting things. Same with uh, Kirsten Stewart. She was trying out some wild performances. In this one... I feel like they're just sick of it. (laughs) They're just kind of saying the lines to get it over and done with. I mean, I guess it helps that Bella was like pretty much sick the entire time. So she she didn't have to do much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because the baby is a vampire human child, uh, it's killing her from the inside, which is a scary idea. Uh, and should have been scarier. I don't know what something about it just made it really boring. Uh, is it the fact that you just didn't give a crap about the main character, so therefore the stakes were a little less? I mean, yeah, it's also that, like, if she died, I'd be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically she did die, but... Yeah, true. I forgot to mention, she's a vampire now. Yeah, that's quite an important development. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, the big... Big ending. <laughs> I don't know if she actually dies, though, right? 
I guess we won't know till the next film if she actually died, died. Yeah, true. I mean, she is turned into undead, so I guess she is dead either way. She's turned into undead, but the scene where she turns into one of the undead, they show her coming back to life, essentially, or coming back to consciousness by her lips go from blue to red. (laughs) Which I feel like if she's dead... Surely you shouldn't be doing that. If she's a vampire, they'd still be blue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, they do a whole thing where she, like, her ribs, like, crack back together, like, they're stitched back together and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. And they do specifically state in one of the movies that, um, like, newborns, quotation marks, still have a lot of human blood in them. Oh, okay. That's what makes them go super crazy and make them the strongest vampires are the strongest when they're first bitten because they got a lot of human blood in them mm-hmm. which gives them power question mark okay interesting interesting yeah because yeah, uh, whenever you're turned into a vampire you're a bit more uh, a bit more violent i guess and then later on you become more vampire as all your human blood you slowly consume question mark yeah yeah exactly Nice. Uh, now, Ben, whose side are you on? Mm, good question. Which, uh, what's your team? As in Team Edward or Team Jacob? No, oh, just Team M- any character in the oh. movie. <laughs> oh, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Um, team Carlisle. Oh, Team Carlisle. Yeah. He's just a support. He's just a supportive guy, though. Like he lets Bella into the family and just keeps her safe. Mm. And I respect that. Yeah, I'm definitely team dads, plural, I think, <laughs> throughout these movies. What, team Team Charlie as well? Yeah, yeah, Bo- both of them are pretty solid dads, I'd say. They do a good job. They do. I think Charlie gets a tough run of it in this one, though. Real tough run. He, uh, he's got no idea what's going on. One second she's saying, oh, dad, I'm sick. The next she's like, I'm off to Switzerland. Don't worry about me. Just picture me on a sofa <laughs> eating a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was like, and he's like, what? What? I'm coming over. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That scene when he got um, the wedding invitation and he's just like hunched over a table being like, oh, no. (laughs) That was great. Well, I mean, let's not forget that Bella went on like a six month ultra depression thing from this individual that she's marrying now. Oh, the new moon phase, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when Edward was going a little haywall, this man nearly caused her to just go into a depressing coma. Mm. Like, he's probably still not a huge fan of Edward. No. Well, I mean, his wedding speech goes to show that, and it's also the funniest line in the whole movie, where he's like, Edward would be a good husband. I know this because I'm a cop. I know things. Like how to hunt someone to the end of the world. Yeah. Oh, and I also know how to use a gun. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I wish I'd been a, a little more comedic, you know, had a, had a bit more, like, emphasis on it. Yeah. No, exactly. Because it was, it was a good scene. I liked it. I mean, all the, all the wedding speeches were very awkward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was awkwardly, I, I felt uncomfortable, especially Jessica's. Yeah. When yeah. she's basically <laughs> like, I liked Edward, but he chose Bella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I liked how, um, Anna Kendrick at the very start of the movie as well. I is love like Anna Kendrick. They're getting married because she's pregnant. And I was there like, oh, that's a bit of a foreshadowing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's very funny, yeah. So she's not pregnant? Yeah. 
Instead, she gets pregnant in one of the awkwardest sex scenes I think I've ever watched in my entire life. Yeah, I felt really uncomfortable. I was waiting for the the freaky smash the ceiling sex. Where was that, you know? Smash the ceiling sex? Like from Scary Movie? (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. Look, because they just cut to black. Next morning she wakes up and the whole room's destroyed. Oh, you wanted to see more. How did it get to that? <laughs> yeah, I want to see Edward going fucking ape everywhere. Like, how how did this room get destroyed? I need to know. Let's just say it looked like it was a good night. <laughs> and I want to talk about the specifics of it, because if Edward is dead, uh, I would assume veins and stuff don't pump, right? There's no... Uh, a live liquid, let's say, <laughs> inside of yeah, Edward. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, what? How can he get someone pregnant? <laughs> How did this happen? Here's my counterpoint. One, they point out that Bella's heart is beating, and that's how they know she's still alive when the venom's injected. Oh. So we know they have beating hearts, which was a big question mark for me. I'm like, huh, I'm dead with beating hearts. No, but at the end, at the end, it said heartbeat stops. I don't know if that was just... Oh, the subtitles? Yeah. Mm. So I don't know, because, like, the moment she... Yeah, the heartbeat stopped, like, pretty much when she turned. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's just, uh, a, like, a sound effect subtitle that's just indicating no 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 i think you're right that's a that's a very good point i forgot yeah and they wouldn't they wouldn't have blood because blood is what keeps your body warm yeah and they're cold so we know they have venom right venom they inject venom my theory is that he has a venom boner (laughs) Uh, yeah because i was like well he can't even use viagra because he doesn't have blood no nothing's gonna work no but he has venom we know that for a fact so i my theory is that 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 pole is full of venom and it's a venom boner (laughs) and it's very dangerous and that's what created this baby yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's half vampire. Well, that also checks out as to why the baby looks so fucked. Oh, wow, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's a venom baby. Yeah. Because my god, that CGI face. <laughs> let's let's not yeah, let's not blame the CGI for this. Let's blame the fact that Edward has a venom boner. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down a uh, a note which is just all caps tax the vampires. <laughs> Um, because my goodness, they can afford large houses. Yeah, they, they have a whole, they have a whole island. Check <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> those vampires, man. If you've been around for like over a thousand years and haven't somehow figured out a way to make shit tons of money, <laughs> I feel like you're doing it wrong. That's the best part about Near Dark, though, Zach, was that they hadn't figured out how to make money. They were just vampires in a caravan. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were also very stupid. Like, whereas the Cullens are shown to be smart. He is a doctor. He is a smart boy. Because he doesn't just get one doctor's lifetime of savings to invest in things. He's got, like, infinite doctor lifetimes. That's So he's got that doctor salary, and then he can invest that in anything, let's say an island, (laughs) and just wait for that to go, the price to go up. He can literally wait like a thousand years and then sell a house to make a bajillion dollars, you know? Sell an island. Why not? Inflation. Oh, and he doesn't even need to sleep. So, like, working a full-time job isn't really an issue because you still get, like, how many hours at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he could have, like, 
literally double a doctor's lifetime in one doctor's lifetime. Wow. So I feel like he's balling. Nah, still tax him though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm still on board with the tax thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe he does get taxed. We don't see that aspect of their lives. That's true. So maybe he does sit down every year doing his taxes. Maybe he's got an accountant that he goes to, and then they ask like they are they ask him how you know he's still alive this long, and he's just like. You don't need to know. Mm. I'm a doctor, you know? Yeah. That's how. I keep myself healthy and you live forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like with all those islands, one of them might be in the Caymans. <laughs> <Just so. laughs> but also, until it's shown on screen, him doing his taxes, <laughs> I'm going to assume that he does not. Exactly. I need proof. Extremely valid. We don't get to see uh, the Cullens doing their taxes, but we do get to see some of the artwork around their house. One of them is a giant, um, it's not really a painting, I guess, kind of a mosaic, perhaps, made out of all their various graduation hats that they've been to. Yeah, and and Charlie was just like, what? (laughs) What is this? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a a funny scene where he's like, He's like, hey, ex-wife, look at this. And she's like, oh, my God, that's so creative. And he's like, yeah, and fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's in the first movie where uh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's our private joke. We just keep going to fucking college over and over again and graduating. We just collect the hats. Uh, Zach, what's the baby's name? Oh, God. Why are you asking me? Oh, because <laughs> I know that it's going to be annoying for you to try and remember what the baby's name is. I don't fucking know what the... It's like Reshana That's kind of close. Ben, what's the baby's name? R- Renesme. Ah, oh, close. Uh, Renesme. Rene... Actually, no, I think you're right, actually. Renesme, yeah. I was right. Don't say close. I know... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you were close, were you not? Because you were right. Yeah, okay, because I was on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck calls their child a combination of their two mother's names? That was, it was weird. It's very odd. I, I get, I kind of, I got the boy name. I, I got the boy name kind of possibility being EJ. That made sense. Yeah, that was cool. But the Renesme? Yeah, but to be <laughs> fair, she was convinced it was a boy. She was like, he... Yeah, they harped on the whole movie that it was a boy. And I knew for a fact it was going to be a girl. Oh, of course. Like, as soon as she said he, it was like, yeah. That's still kind of weird, though, that, like, Renesme, a combination of Renee and Esme, right? The two mothers' names. Um, but the boy's name was a combination of Edward and Jacob's name. So if she continued along that pattern... Yeah. And she named uh, the girl's name a combination of Edward and Jacob's mum's names, then Jacob would be falling in love with someone with his mother's name. <laughs> and I want to see that movie. <laughs> no, Sandra. I think there's a good reason they don't do that. I want it to be creepier. <laughs> Make it... Go for it. Yeah, thanks, Sandra. But shouldn't shouldn't it be called, like, RM? I guess that's a crappy name. That's why they don't shorten it. No, they're calling the baby Renesme. Renesme. What did you think of the whole pregnancy effects and the cesarean scene, Ben? Oh, the the moment, like, she dropped the cup and her back went, I was like, oh, wow, that's uncomfortable. Mm. I did not like that one bit. And there was a lot of blood, which I'm usually fine with, but I think twi- in Twilight, it just m- made me 
feel more uncomfortable. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, because it's been pretty clean with its blood. The most blood we get out of the previous movies is like they have like a smear going down their cheek. Yeah. You know, after they fed. That's the only blood we see. And this goes, suddenly there's just blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> she, drops a, she drops a cup and spills the blood. And then the movie's like, well, there's been blood on the screen now. Let's go full ham. This is everyone's coated in blood. You're coated in blood. You're coated You're in blood. You're covered in blood. There's a, there's a bloody baby. There's blood everywhere. It's a bloody baby. It really did. Like this movie, it kind of feels like the Deathly Hallows. It just ups the rating kind of out of nowhere. Like now there's sex and now there's just <laughs> body horror. <laughs> yeah. Like, enjoy this. <laughs> Have fun, children that have been watching this for the years and now are taking their parents to see it. <laughs> exactly. I guess it's kind of to make, uh, because obviously people grew up with it. Mm. So as they grow up, it's made for that audience that did watch the first one when it first came out yeah. and now can watch this one and see a bit more. It's a bit like the Harry Potter series where it got a bit, yeah. a bit darker at the end, you know. Uh, I liked the fake out with her death where everyone was convinced that she was dead, and they were like, oh, yeah, they're killing the main character. Yeah, oh, my God, she's definitely dead. No. Yeah, I, I was going to say, the, fi- the thing with Twilight is that nobles, they don't kill any big characters. <laughs> that's that's what I've noticed. None of the main main characters in the, the whole series have died. Yeah, if I see a new character on screen, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to die. <laughs> they're going to die. But if they've been here from the first film, nah, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was a bit worried about the wolf pack. You know, the the two other characters that join Jacob when he, he separates off. Because there's a storyline in the movie where he's like, you know what? I don't want to murder my once uh, friend slash girlfriend slash weird love triangle fuckery. Uh, I'm not going to follow the pack. Fuck you. And he leaves. And then like two people join him. Yeah, because the wolves want to kill the kid because the kid's the most dangerous vampire ever as a child vampire. Well, they don't know it's going to be a vampire. They don't know what it is. Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? And like Bella and um, is it Rose? Rosalie. Only those two call it a baby. Edward immediately calls it a thing. And Bella goes like, thing? Whoa. Oh my god. Edward didn't call our baby a baby. He called it a thing. He called it a thing. thing. It's almost like he's a heartless monster and has been for, from the first movie. <laughs> oh no. The, the pack also flip-flops. Because f- at first, Jacob's like... Oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna have sex and she's gonna die. That's gonna break the pact. We're gonna kill Edward. <laughs> and and then the pack leader's like, no, we gotta keep the treaty. And then she gets pregnant, and he's like, no, we gotta kill them. And Edward's, <laughs> and then Jacob's like, no, we have to protect Edward <laughs> and his family. And it's like, wait, but you were wait, you were literally just trying to <laughs> yeah, you were arguing the opposite thing two seconds ago, each of you. But yeah, I got very. Not confused, but just like tired, maybe with how much they were flip flopping. I was just like, oh, okay, now they're on this. Okay, here we go. I I did like the scene where Jacob like runs away angrily from. I think it's the Cullens. He like kicks his bike and then runs away. Oh yeah, when he learns about the pregnancy. Ah, uh, is that the scene that leads into all the wolves talking to each other with yeah, yeah. awful dialogue sound effects and just barking the entire time? Oh, oh god, it was so bad. Jacob, Jacob, 
Jake. That is <laughs> quite possibly the worst scene in the whole franchise. I had a headache. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> stop. It was so bad. Like, it started off as just some howling, and I was like, all right, this is, yeah, this is how wolves communicate. And then I heard the voices. I was like, right, this does not feel natural this is not okay <laughs> yeah but i think that's the intention right to not feel natural to feel supernatural mm. Mm. different show <laughs> but like i was like oh my god finally we get some sort of supernatural bullshit going on other than like oh no bella's pregnant i was a little relieved even though it was quite nauseating because we you got a lot of shaky cam and all of this i was like i was tripping I was like, what the fuck is going on? There were a lot of scenes like that that were like weird flashbacks and there was a lot going on. It was just very overstimulating. Like when she was turning at the end. Yeah. Well, on this one, it's another new director. So every movie's had a different director. Uh, this one mm. is the same director who made the Beauty and the Beast live action remake. Oh, nice. Oh. And and I I hate that movie. So. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, was that good? It, like, it's not great. Really? I like. <laughs> no. They got a new director in and he's immediately doing a two parter. Yeah. Does he do the second part as well? He does, does do part two as well, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Um, thank God. That would make sense because they would film it all at once, so. Yeah. They wouldn't just film part one and they're like, all right, come on, you're on, you're off, go. Right, well, that's what they did with the Divergent series and we never got a part two. Because <laughs> it did yeah. so badly. All right, I did really enjoy Divergent though, so don't. Ah, uh, you're you're young, you're younger than all of us. You're forgiven. Ah, <laughs> uh, speak for yourself, son. <laughs> oh, that's right. I've seen Divergent, and I don't know if I can forgive that wrong of an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the first one. Every other one sucks. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, but the first one's the one with the weird age gap, Ben. <laughs> Right, what? You mean like any teenage, like, romance? <laughs> yeah, good point. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> weird age gaps. <laughs> a vampire that's been alive. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a lot happening here. We've got, like, <laughs> Edward and Bella. That's a whole thing. You've got just any vampire. And then you've got Jacob and the baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't say that sentence ever again, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know, werewolves imprint on someone, which means they're going to protect them forever and and most likely get married or some shit. Uh, and Jacob's like, I need to imprint on someone so I can forget Bella. So he imprints on her baby. Now, no, because he, he, he was going to he was going to kill the baby. And then it wasn't until he laid her eye, his eyes on the crazy CGI baby that... <laughs> yeah, he was like, what the fuck is it? Oh, what my God. <laughs> oh, my... Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I do like how um, he somehow knows what she looks like as an adult just from looking at her as a baby. She's like, He's like, yeah, I want to imprint on that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, Be but when, when Jacob essentially shut down Bella, Bella, like, smiled at him, and he's just like, look, no, this, I'm cut this shit out. Like, you don't like me. Don't act like you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Bella literally, the whole time, is like, oh, I do love Edward, but I also love Jacob. It's, it's just, ugh. She does love the guy. She's just like, you know, I love him more. Yeah, because he's going to be Batman, and you're not going to do any movies after this series. <laughs> yeah. 
how could you not fall in love with Cedric Diggory? Maybe I, this is canon. Maybe Cedric Diggory was about to die and then Carlisle, I, I, look, ignore the fact that in the first film we saw Edward get turned. Maybe Carlisle bit Cedric Diggory and now he's Edward Cullen. Oh my God. Well, he, in the first movie, uh, the the boy gets put in hospital. So maybe they 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 just teleported the boy to a hospital. Wow. We, we'll we'll ignore the fact that Cedric Diggory was killed by a killing curse, mm. uh, <laughs> and he was instantly dead. Uh, well, 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 like, well, well, we don't know how vampire venom works with curses. You know. D- true. We need to be combining the lore of Harry Potter and Twilight. I mean, both have both have wolves. They both do have wolves and werewolves. Oh, I can't wait for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Number Eight: The Hunt <laughs> for Vampires. Yeah, <laughs> the hunt, the hunt for the Cullens, and it's like a weird crossover. It's like all those old Disney Channel crossover move, like TV episodes. Oh God. <laughs> We can't yeah. wait for Jacob to bump into Lupin and Lupin to be like, I fucking hate werewolves. They bit me and cursed me for life. And he's like, oh, I can just turn into a wolf whenever. It's sick. Yeah, look at this. I can just woo. Woo. I'm like an animagus and you're like a bitch. Ha-ha, see you later, bitch. Oh, and then Martin Sheen turns into Grindelwald. Yeah. Oh, my God. Turns out Martin Sheen was Grindelwald the whole time. Polyjuice potion, it's wild. Yeah. And then they change Michael Sheen to a different actor because because of controversy. It's good. Yeah, they've got to change him into a problematic actor, so they change him into Mel Gibson, and then he gets (laughs) changed to someone else afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Is that everything to talk about with this movie? We're going on tangents about Harry Potter, so I think we're done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Uh, I definitely liked the last quarter because it got into the like the nitty gritty. We got some cool like CGI venom going into Bella venom. to change her into a vampire. That was cool. I liked the body horror elements, all the yeah. all the snapping and the cutting. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. I like this. It, it was just it was just unexpected more than anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like it was particularly bad. We've seen way worse before. It was just like all of a sudden. She drops this cup and it goes from this wholesome haha scene, everybody's happy. She drops this cup. Spine crack. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh shit. Shit's going fucking down. Blood everywhere. Oh no, she's gonna eat the baby or something, right? That was one moment yeah, where Rosalie's yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah. She sees the blood and it's about to go ham and they're like, oh shit, she's gonna eat her. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking crazy. It just goes from, it goes from like a two to an eight real quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh yeah, and then there's a post credits sequence where Martin Sheen's like, ah, it's my turn. <laughs> Michael Sheen, not Martin Sheen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he was in it. He was only in it for, like, one dream sequence of that, so I'm glad they could put him in it. And they had this, like, thing where it's like, oh, Bella's a part of the the group now, just like they said. It's like... And the other two vampires in the council are like, oh, glad we're done with that whole conflict. And Michael Sheen's like, no. No. They have something I want. Yeah. The baby, probably. I think it's probably the baby? Probably the baby, yeah. Magic baby. I imagine it is the baby. It would make the most sense. All right. Well, um, Zach, w- let's go watch Breaking Dawn Part 2. Thanks for chatting about this one with us, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I just thought I'd stop by. And obviously we just we happened to be watching Twilight at the same time. So it worked out. 
just a random question mm -hmm. uh, for research purposes. Yep. Mm. Which one of you two uh, is enjoying Twilight more? Well, I'm surprisingly enjoying this. Like, like, I thought I was going to hate it. Much like your comment at the very start. Like, I kind of hate that I'm not hating this as much as I should. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I hated the first half of this movie. But once they got into the nitty-gritty lore of, like, Demon Baby and, like, the, the wolf pack sort of thing... I know you guys hated it, but I kind of liked us getting to know what it's like to be a wolf for two seconds. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this. Oh, wow, interesting. Oh, like, uh, I was kind of bored the whole way through. So you're, I guess you're probably enjoying it more than me. I don't know. I am probably. Yeah. Because I'm a big lore nerd. You are a big lawn. You love mowing the law. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, have the knock next time. Good luck. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I know I shouldn't get involved with the laughing you, you told me yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, no. no you, you can laugh if you want. Go on, give it a try. No, I, I can't. No, that's not my thing. It's not. I can't do no, it. No, 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 no. You barged in here in laughing time. You need to laugh in laughing time. Yes. Mwahaha. What do you have to report on, Minion? So, um... I asked, I found out which one was preferring and enjoying uh, Twilight more, and I believe I have an inkling that it is Zack ah! enjoying it more. You were correct, Zack. Interesting. Mm, yes, I think, unfortunately, your clone has better taste than mine. Oh, well, you know what that means. At the end of the next movie, I will have to activate the kill switch and kill my clone and then we'll bring yours in for an interrogation. Damn, I was really hoping to torture your clone. Oh, well. Anyway, now that you're here, Ben, would you like some apple pie? Mm. I love apple pie. I warn you, it's very evil apple pie. And finally, we've reached the end of our spooktacular episode. So spooky. Ooh, it's the final, it's the final Twilight. Vamp, 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 vamp. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. I don't know. <laughs> it's extra spooky because Sandro sings in it. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Breaking Dawn Part 2. And joining us for this review, why, why I don't think we've ever made him watch a good movie on the podcast, it's Jacob. <laughs> hello, legends. Hello, hello. For my introduction, I'd like to let you know that for dinner today, I had Taco Bell and KFC at the same time. <laughs> at the same time? Oh, Wait, so did you order like <laughs> chips from KFC and then taco from Taco Bell or something? Nah, 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 nah. Much better than that. Okay. I ordered a cheesy beef burrito mm. from Taco Bell. Yep. And my order is one piece of original recipe from KFC. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that is a bowel eruption waiting to happen, I feel. That is, you are combining forces that should not be combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm messing with some evil. That sounds great. And what did you have for dessert? 
Oh, I had a, a whole block of Dowley Rockley Road. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. A whole block? Yeah, I'm pretty stressed out at the moment. I am pretty stressed <laughs> Oh, out. yeah, because of the thing that's... Yeah, 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 the thing. The thing, TM. Yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, I'm glad that you can de-stress with the food, with the chocolate, but also de-stress with um, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Now, Zach... Mm. We kind of, when we invited Jacob on... At gunpoint, yes. Yes, uh, we told Jacob to not watch any of the other movies. So, Jacob, am I correct in saying you've only, the only Twilight movie you've ever seen is the one we're going to be talking about right now? That is correct. (laughs) And and how was that for you? Because this was entirely inaccessible, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, look, first of all, no one told me, like, I was watching it with my friend who's a Twilight fan, Mm. Mm. but... It, I would have thought that I was watching a Sims movie. <laughs> like, they look like video game characters. Surely other people have said that before me. What do you mean? Everybody's either pale, ripped, or a combination of both. <laughs> what do you mean? But, like, their faces are, like, proto, you know, Instagram filters. Yeah, it's true, actually. Well, yeah, that, that's because everyone just so happens to look gorgeous in, in, in the story. Mm. It's just a pure happenstance. I reckon what they should have done is they should have made the vampires, like, attractive people and then just hired ugly actors for the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But isn't that why, like, the... Isn't that... Because aren't their faces like that because they're meant to be beautiful and flawless and shit? I think this is just meant to be a teen romance movie, so they just hired hot-looking actors. No, but that's why their faces look weird. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Like, there's... A lot of makeup in this movie on 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 everyone. All the vampires are looking and, to a point where I thought that the, I thought that they recast Rosalie Zach, but no, mm. she's just got lots of makeup on more so than the previous movies. Yeah, yeah, I had that confusion with the last movie. I think where I thought they had rehired an actor yeah. because the level of makeup is lots and inconsistent. I feel. Uh, so, okay, so the plot, the plot of this one, I'll quickly go through it just to catch everyone up. The plot of Breaking Dawn Part 2 is the baby is Jesus, and, uh, Bella is vampire. Which baby? The CGI baby? This, the awful CGI devil baby, uh, is, is Jesus. That one, okay, Uh, And the Vold, and Michael Sheen is like, I want something to do with the baby, but it's very vague. And so they collect vampires from all over the world to show up in the middle of an ice circle to talk about the baby. And then they fight, but it it, it was just a dream. And then everything (laughs) ends peacefully. And then the saga ends, even though this is not the end of the story. It's just where they chose to end the story. Because, like, he's coming back after this. There's no way he's not given up. Oh, my God. First off, Arrow's goals are very pointed, right? He wants Alice, it is Coven. Girl who can see the future. No, I think that's just what they predicted he wanted. I don't think that's what he wanted. Which is true, no! He's like, oh, thank God Alice is here when she shows up. And then, and then, he finds out about this child, and they all presume it's the immortal child, which is an illegal, and then they're like, cool, we can use that excuse to murder them all and take Alice. That's true. Can I jump in there on what Zach, on what they're saying? These, the vampires, they're very motivated by the fact that it's a crime. Yes. And they keep being like, it's a crime. First of all, they're vampires. Surely (laughs) relax, you know, (laughs) crimes. You do crimes. You're a vampire. Oh, they don't care about human crimes. They don't give a shit about human crimes. They do that all the time. 
They like murder people for funsies. So, so vampire crimes too. Like, shortly they should have a no snitching code, Zach. Ooh. They're snitching on each other all day. Yeah, these vampires are not very loyal. They are unloyal, crime-obsessed vampires. And they also do whatever the plot wants them to do, because um, I'm going to say two things right now. And these two things are going to contradict each other, but I stand by those words. This is the worst written Twilight movie. This is also the best Twilight movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing the entire time. This is awful. Like, it is so far removed from the first one. The first, like, three were, like, romance, triangles, a little bit of action on the side, what's gonna happen? This one is, like, fucking season seven of Riverdale. Mm. It's so far removed from what it started, and I loved it. Mm. Every single writing choice is awful. They introduce plot points via narration, because I guess they just forgot to film the scene or something. I don't know. They just introduce stuff off screen. They're still introducing elements of world building, like, oh, Bella's a shield. (laughs) I'm like, what does that mean? We've never heard that term before. It is written by children or people who have never seen a movie before. And that makes it hilarious. And I think I really enjoyed this movie. (laughs) Another option, Sandro. It's written by the guy who wrote The Room. That too. Did you get, like, room vibes off this? There was one line where... Bella is like, why are you calling my daughter Nessie? You, na- <laughs> you nicknamed him. You nicknamed her off the Loch Ness Monster. That feels like a line that was written by yeah. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> and also at the beginning when they have that like, oh, they're so in love. And then they have that like sex scene that's not a sex scene that goes for too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I had flashbacks. I really did. <laughs> flashbacks to the room. No, I can see it. I can definitely see it. I also thoroughly enjoyed this one, and I can play devil's advocate for it. Oh, no. Because it is established that she could not be affected by the other vampire's powers. That's like in the second movie. Yeah, no, it's... They just start calling it a shield all of a sudden, uh, yeah, and then are like, oh, you could probably use those powers. It's definitely like, uh, uh, let's make up things so we can make her useful, you know. Yeah. I'm not defending that. I've I've got so many notes here, but that was one that I... That I thought, like, the writing was particularly bad. The other one is how Alice just comes in out of nowhere at the end yeah. with another child person. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I just found this person. Give us one scene where we see her finding that child guy. Well, I think it's meant to be a reveal at the end. The whole point is that it's a big reveal that she found it, which is why they didn't show us another mm, scene. Still bad. While we're uh, scattershotting things for Zach to justify... Yep. There is so much pedophilia apologism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, no, 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 no. I would like to fully <laughs> state that I am not defending anything in this fucking franchise anymore. So Edward is like a hundred billion years old. Yeah. Yep. And yep. he goes to high school yep. to find a girl who's under 18. Yeah, we, we've got over this in the first episode. It's not great. Yeah, we're, okay, we're over that. But then in this movie, Jacob is 18. Yes. Yeah. And he just decides that his forever mate lover is an unborn child. Look, here, here's what you didn't see, uh, <laughs> is the context, which is um, yep. he was doing it to protect the child from his wolf clan. But also, no, he's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, the kid doesn't have any say in it. 
Yeah, no, totally. It stated that he that no one could control it, first off, so he didn't do it on purpose. Oh, that's what they all say, Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty typical... <laughs> Second off, that does not make it better. In fact, that probably makes it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. I, the age problems of this movie are not great. Even when your main character's like, why are you <laughs> trying to fuck my child? <laughs> you know, your movie's gone a bit too far. <laughs> but the only uh. non, yeah, the only non-pedo apologist in the whole movie is the main bad vampire. Because mm. he says, like, you know, as the child clings to your newborn mate, like he calls Bella a newborn because she's 18. So I was kind of on his side, you know, like, stand up for what's right, man. Oh, that's glad to hear because I am on uh, Team Michael Sheen as well. <laughs> so there you go. No, he is uh, the best actor and and the best. Um, well, one of the best. The whole cast are good. It's just the material that they've given. Speaking of, uh, Robert Patterson in this movie does not give a fuck. He is so like he looks visibly tired. It is fantastic. He is <laughs> barely trying in this one, and all power to him. I like. I liked when he watched his girlfriend beat the shit out of Jacob, and he's like, this is fucking great. Watch it go. Just fucking him up. Yeah, boy. He just didn't give a shit. And the other things that I liked, uh, two things that I liked. Yep. I only like two things in this movie, so I'll tell you both of them. In one go. The first one was that Zobella is, like, going to hunt a deer or whatever, and then there's just this (laughs) random guy free soloing. (laughs) He looked like Shaggy. (laughs) Yeah, which is when you, like, mountain climb without ropes. Very difficult. Very few people do it in the world. Yeah. And the other second thing that I enjoyed about this movie, which I'm happy that I watched maybe for this thing, is in the fight scenes how they rip off each other's heads. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, if I was a wrestler, that would be my finishing move for sure. Just the head rip. You would have one match, Jacob. (laughs) You would have one match and be banned from every match ever. You're not supposed to rip off the opponent's head in a wrestling match. Wait, are you saying wrestling is fake, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's something that I really wanted to bring up because all throughout the uh, the quote-unquote saga, I've been noting down the various acts of violence we, th- we see throughout the movie. So, Zach, quick refresher. In the first one, you tear a vampire's head off, it bursts into fire, right? It bursts into flames. In the second one, you cut off a vampire's limb, there's crystal there. And then in, in Eclipse, nope, no more crystals, now it's stone. There was no death in Breaking Dawn Part 1, so there's n- nothing to compare it to there. Whereas in this one, every vampire is like a Barbie doll. You just kind of pull off their head and it just kind of pops out. Ah, uh, well, they smash in a skull and it like, well, sorry, they split open a guy's head from his mouth, that which was is cool. pretty brutal. And you could see stone. It made like stone grinding sounds. So I'm pretty sure they're Barbie dolls made of stone. Maybe, so maybe. But all I'm saying is that every movie was direct was directed by a different person. And yes, that, <laughs> that had different writing directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Right. Um, Jacob, I need to ask you something. The baby. Yeah. How how scared were you of that face <laughs> the entire film? <laughs> Look, I was after around 10 minutes I wanted my life to end. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And I truly wasn't sure that I could stand any more of it. Yeah. And that's really not a joke. Like, the the life ending part is a joke. But, like, I really wasn't sure how I could watch the rest of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, when I saw that baby, it was like... It's like if you're in solitary confinement and then there's, like, a fly, you know? That's my best. Like, Like it was so bad it was good that you were just like, oh, that's kind of funny, actually. (laughs) And it drew you back in? 
No, no, no. No, it was so bad that it was bad. <laughs> Oof. That when that badness happened, I felt bad, but in a different way. Hey, this film made you feel emotions you've never felt before. Yeah, no, no, really. Like, truly, like, it was... It was so bad. I wrote down in my notes, like, I'm not sure that I can stand two hours of this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I really wasn't. I don't know why they didn't just get several children to just do uh, minor acting. I I know the reason. I know the reason. What's the reason, Sandra? So they cast the child actor. So, like, if you'll notice, uh, she only starts talking when the face is no longer CG. Yeah. yeah. And that's the actual actor. So they cast her... And then they were like, oh, we want people to believe that this kid is growing up rapidly. So we'll take her face and we'll put it on a baby's face. Plus for the flash forward in the future that we see, that's also an adult-fied version of that same actor. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> Just use a different fucking actor <laughs> for bad. each of those scenes. <laughs> All you need is one or two other actors. Literally the adult scenes is like, there's three flashbacks in this franchise of that character. Just get another human being. Just use the original person that you CGI'd their face. Why? And we found the one thing that Zach can't be devil's advocate for. I think also... I wasn't as freaked out by that baby's face, like, as my friend was and as you guys are, because all of their faces look like Sims. (laughs) It just looked like another Sims. I guess we're, like, desensitized to their faces. Yeah. No, because that's... I couldn't stop. It looked like... It looked like, you know, there's, like, a Lego movie? It looked like Twilight Sims movie. Like, that's what it looked like to me. (laughs) I can see it. I thought that Dakota Fanning was babing. Oh, yeah, especially when she threw that child into the fire. (laughs) Just the whole time. The whole time. I was like, if I was a vampire, then... I would be lifetime mating with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Having solid sex for five years, like uh, what Emmett and Rosalie did, apparently. I don't know why we needed that information. Thanks, movie. No, for a decade. They oh, said for a de- decade? <laughs> oh, no, they, they couldn't, you couldn't stand them for a decade. I don't know how long they No, I'm pretty sure they were fucking nonstop for a decade. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you're living for a thousand years, surely you get bored. That also, it was like watching a horror movie, just that. Like, I could, I think maybe that's why it's so hard to watch. Because, like, for me, those two hours felt like what it must be like them to live for a thousand years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you weren't having sex the whole time, so it was probably pretty boring for you. <laughs> I admit I wasn't having sex the whole time. <laughs> it would have helped. It would have helped. Oh, dear, yeah. I liked the twist. I liked the stupid twist that they had the whole, like, fight. Because uh. I was like, you don't want to have your lovey-dovey romance with brutal murder of everyone's favourite characters, right? Yep. But you also want to have an awesome action scene in your movie. And how do you go that way? And then I was like, umming and ahhing how they were going to do it. And eventually they have this confrontation. They They try and try to do diplomacy and then it's, they do this whole thing where it's like, oh, he can't be reasoned with. And then they have this fight. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then people get murdered and it's great. Yeah, Carlisle gets his head ripped off. Yeah, that was a great start to the whole thing because it's like, oh, shit, the gloves are off. 
And then, yeah, at the end of this fight scene, which I, I enjoyed the fight scene. I thought that was pretty fun. I've, it was very silly, but it was very fun, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say fun because it was ridiculous. Like when Alice, like, fly kicks someone up into the... Like, oh, no, she fly kicks Arrow and he, like, flies yeah. for a bit. That was great. Yeah, and he, he's kind of stunned at the end of it. Like, did I did I just get fly kicked all the way over here? What the fuck just happened? Rummy Malik plays the last airbender and he cracks open the earth <laughs> And then someone falls into the earth and and does a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah, it's even got the Wilhelm scream. Uh, I liked that one of the um, the council members of the vampire council is just like fucking finally when he gets ripped in two. <laughs> That's all he does. He doesn't do anything in this film franchise except stand there and let them kill him yeah. as he says fucking finally. So so Jacob, you're probably right. Yeah. He's probably bored shitless. Oh, for sure, man. I can't. It's probably my my biggest nightmare is to be a slave. That's my biggest, you know, my biggest fear. My second biggest fear is to live for 10,000 years. Mm. And that guy whose whole personality is that he was, like, in the... That he was, like, in the American Revolution. (laughs) Yes. Like, go play with a Game Boy or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Get... Get over it. The world's moved on. No one cares that you were in a war 100 plus years ago. I'm pretty sure he's like a boomer, though. He wouldn't know how to use a Game Boy. Oh, that's the scariest thing. Yeah, like you'd be turned and then you'd kind of hit the wall that a lot of your grandparents hit where you're they're like, I don't know. I don't understand technology anymore. You'd hit that, but then you just stay there for a thousand years. Yeah, they're like writing with pens and paper and stuff. Yeah, that'd be awful. Not even that with Quill. Uh, but yeah, so what happens is uh, it turns out that that whole fight sequence was Alice showing Aro the potential future, um, which is a good way to get around it, because I don't think that fight sequence is even in, in the books. No, but I'm glad that they put it in, though, because I was like, I really wanted to see it. And we got to see it, and then you still had your regular sort of ending of the thing. And yeah. I thought it was great that Arrow's like, fuck, I really want to fucking kill these people, but I've just seen that we get fucked on. Yeah. I don't... I, I, like, my thing is, though, I don't feel like this is the grand finale of the story. It's not like the Deathly Hallows, right? Where no. that feels like the end. It's not like um, Endgame, where it feels like the end. This is, like, where they decided to end the story. <laughs> More stuff is gonna happen after this. Like, it's not the end of the story. It's not the end of the saga. Yeah, literally the characters is like, Arrow's not gonna fucking take that insult. He's gonna be back. Yeah. And then it's like, 20 minute end credits, because this is the end of the franchise. So here's all your favorite characters. <laughs> and also the beginning credits were also 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's 40 minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, Jacob, that you had to sit through. <laughs> just just like credits. mostly credits. I, I also noted that down, that the credits, which there, there was more credits than near movie in this fucking film. Yeah, but, but also... They only credit one of the Victorias. Oh, really? The red-headed villain. There were two actors who played her. They only credit the last one who was only in one of them. Yeah, they didn't credit the first one. That's so fucking rude. That is a dog move. Dog move. Yeah. Yeah. So I did have a favourite line from this movie, and that was at the end where Bella says, No one has ever loved anyone as much as I love you, except for Jacob and his love for his dog, Dunkachino Poodle. (laughs) Oh, yep, yep, mm mm-hmm. I really like getting a personal shout out there. Yeah, no, that was surprising. I didn't like any other lines that I can think of. Yeah. (laughs) At least I didn't write down any. 
What about when Jacob was like, so should I start calling you dad? And I was like, fucking lock this guy up in prison. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Because there were three characters there that would call him dad. I hated that because it really puts it out playing what the fuck's happening here. And it's not good. It's not I don't good. like it. Oh, no, no, no. One of the funniest scenes in the movie is because the dad finally kind of finds out. He finds out that some supernatural stuff's going on because Jacob strips in front of him and then turns into a wolf. And just the dad's reaction of this, this teenage boy stripping in front of him was just hilarious. Do they always have to get naked? Don't the wolves just like turn into wolves except for in that scene? Yeah, in every other scene. Yeah. <laughs> they they can just turn into wolves, but it rips their fucking clothes. Like, he was just like, hey, I'll take off my fucking clothes this time because I don't want them to get fucking shredded. It's, like, really expensive to be a wolf because... <laughs> yeah. You keep having to buy new clothes. Yeah, probably. Probably. The problem is they, they usually, like, hulk out and they just get really fucking mad. And that's, and that's when they turn into wolves. Or, mm-hmm. like... There's too many vampires in the area and, like, they start changing. Because that's one of the things they establish is the more vampires in the area, the more of the tribe start turning into wolves. That is a thing. Which they touched on, like, once in this movie. Yeah. So some other, other things, my other final thoughts is that so the bad vampires, like not the Cullens, the other guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They look so swag. Like, Oh, yeah. I would love to dress like that. Correct. They they were the correct vampires. <laughs> yeah. They were doing it right. The others are like stuck in 2004 fashion. I'd rather be stuck in 1984 fashion. <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing is... Everything was shot in green screen, including things that didn't need to be green screened. And I have had enough. Yeah, it's true. The entire movie was shot in the green screen. It's great. Even like the house seems green screen sometimes. It's like, yeah, what? They had such a large budget because these movies did so well and no one expected them to do so well that they just gave this movie such a large budget that they were like, well, I guess... Uh, we gotta spend this money somehow. We'll make the baby CG. Let's make the this whole scene CG. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking yeah. CGI this fucking baby up. Let's fucking CGI the whole fucking background. Let's CGI this fucking wolf. Let's, this. Fucking let's introduce Rami Malek out of nowhere, and he's the he's the fucking Airbender. What? Hell yeah! The superpowers that the that the vampires have in this movie are. Uh, on a different level to the rest of the series, which is why I think it doesn't feel like the first three movies anymore. It's so far removed because they're just superheroes at this point. I love Vampire's School for Gifted Children, um, (laughs) where we get uh, different vampire uh, children with different abilities, get them all together, suit them up and send them out to fight crime. (laughs) I mean, that should be the the spinoff that we got. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, with Charles Vampire Xavier <laughs> as their principal. It's it's good stuff. The only note that I've got here is um, because Alice leaves my favourite character. I'm personally Team Alice, Jacob. Um, my favourite character, Alice, she leaves for, for, for most of the movie uh, and she leaves a note for Bella. Now, this note is written on a page torn out of a book and Alice knew that uh, only Bella would go to find the book that page was ripped out of. Mm -hmm. And only Bella was smart enough to know which book it was from. Mm -hmm. Because in that book is another secret message for her to prepare herself. 
But here's the thing. The name of the book was written on the page that was torn out. Mm. It's not really a secret plan. <laughs> so something that annoyed me so much, Sandro and Zach, all those books are clearly books that, like, a student in the American high school system would recognize. Yeah. And it's just like, these are vampires. Give them, you know what I mean? Give them uh, books that not just high schoolers would know. Yeah. Ah, okay, here we go. Here's my explanations. One, Alice can see the future. She, she couldn't fucking do her whole, hey, only Bella's going to find this note because she can see the fucking future. Oh, and she, she can see the future. Oh, that's good. You got me there. You got me there. Uh, and boom, two, Edward and the rest of the Cullens make it a daytime habit of going to fucking school every fucking <laughs> hundred years. They just repeat fucking school over and over and over again. So, of course, they're going to have, like, American in the high school fucking books in their fucking house because they keep going to school every they fucking just keep year. Them. You know what? That's a good point. They probably like have a certain set budget for books, but because of how often they go to school, they just constantly buy school books and they can't buy anything else. <laughs> so all their bookshelves are just random school books that they've collected throughout their their hundreds of years. Fucking hell, what are these fucking guys doing? Why? Why would you do that? I, I'm sure they get really bored. Like, my, like the sequel that I want to see is Bella and Edward in, like, not even 100 years, 40 years. Mm. Just being bored. So bored that they, like, I don't know, play table tennis or something. But, like, that house looks so boring. Yeah, so the daughter's going to grow up to look like a 20-year-old and then stay like that for, like, 150 years and then probably die. Because she's, she, she's not immortal, but she can live longer. No, I think they say they're immortal. Oh, they are immortal in the end. Okay. Because he just, the the one they happen to find is just 150 years old. But they are actually immortal. But Jacob's not immortal. Werewolves aren't immortal, so... No, Jacob's going to get old and fucking die. <laughs> it's going to be awkward. Unless, um, you, could, you could say that maybe she turns him, which would be an interesting twist to have a werewolf vampire thing. I mean, they're probably going to end up having a kid, which means we're going to have an immortal child werewolf kid, mm. which is something. And I guess the whole ending is like the next evolutionary cycle of of, of humans and vampires is to commingle and create these things, even though all the all the people given birth to those kids will die, as we saw in the... <laughs> In part well, one, so uh, Bella survived. Bella survived, didn't she? She survived because she got turned into a vampire. Yeah, well, you know, as long as you don't have a fear of living ten thousand years, I think that'd be a great option. Uh, I think that's it. I think we're done. Um, Jacob, <laughs> do you have any final parting words? Are you gonna, are you going to go back and watch the inferior? Because this is the best one. Are you going to go back and watch the others? My final words is that it's nice to finally have a worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> There's no competition. There's no number two. There's no, oh, it was so bad it was good. <laughs> it was just the worst movie I've ever seen. It's pretty bad. Jacob, I promise in 999 years, uh, when we're both vampires, I promise to rip your head off on that year. Oh, please. The sweet release of 999 <laughs> yeah. years. You'll, be, you'll, be, you'll look exactly like that council guy in, <laughs> yeah. in that sweet garb, and you'll be like, thank yeah, fucking Christ. <laughs> Let the record state, if I was bitten by a vampire, it would take me 18 months to be wearing that garb. <laughs> 
uh, it would take me five minutes. It would take me five minutes, which is how fast it takes me to, as a vampire, to run to the nearest fucking thrift shop and find the most fancy cape. I reckon that that garb would suit you. Just buy that garb. Oh hell yeah! You know what? I'm going on Amazon right now. Let's go. Yeah, full <laughs> theory. That garb um. is anything called garb when it stops being clothes and becomes garb. <laughs> yep, that's when you know. Zach, what's your final words on the uh, on the Twilight franchise now that we've seen for uh, ten, 10 hours worth of this? Oh, I, I, honestly, honestly, honest opinion, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be so bad, it, like, unenjoyably bad. Like, so average, it was boring. Mm. But it was so bad in places that it was funny for me. Yeah. And uh, I liked the just huge amount of world building that I didn't expect for them to throw in. For most people, probably boring and garbage and would make the movie worse. But I'm a big fucking nerd, so I love that shit. I was having a great time. So, uh, yeah, surprisingly good. I'll, I'll, I'll rate it. I'd, I'd probably rate this one a goodie. I'd watch it again. Wow. I'd get smashed beforehand. That's something. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would agree. It's uh, not quite as bad as I was expecting. Um, still not good. A lot of good <laughs> moments. Great cast. Would never watch this again. But also very funny. <laughs> so uh. consistently a pretty funny series. So there we go. Before we leave, there's just one other thing that I've got to do. Okay, sure. This is an audio format, so I'm grabbing Sandra by the hair right now. Oh no, not my hair! What? What are you doing? Oh no! I just ripped his head off. I was too busy googling vampire clothes to save him. No! <laughs> it's me. I've been Sandro this whole time. Evil Sandro. Yeah, that's right, Zach. You think that you're you, Zach, but actually, you're a clone of me. And Sandro, the one that's dead, has been a clone of me, Evil Sandro. And Jacob, who is me, who was just here, he is me. Oh my god! Oh, sorry. I, I misspoke. Zach, there's an evil Zach and he cloned himself and that became you. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, but how do you look like Jacob when you're actually, as it turns out, evil Sandro? With, uh, with like, not CGI, like just makeup effect. Old, old school vaudevillian makeup effects. I did thought you looked a lot Sims-like this week for some reason. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. I killed Sandro, clone Sandro, because he's not as much of a fan of Twilight as you, Zach. Clone <gasps> Zach, I should say. Which is why now it's time for r r r raving reviews. What? No! You get the idea. <laughs> Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... 
what you say to them at the funeral. We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right ass cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors. <laughs> so what are you going to listen to now? You could browse endless podcast lists and take a shot. You could ask your mates and wait for no one to reply. Or you could listen to us, your friendly castologists, the professional pickers of all things podcast. Zane, Nick and Liz listen to all the things so you don't have to and find the best podcast that should be on your radar. Every Monday we're coming at you with three hand-picked podcast recommendations. Then we review each other's selections so you know what's really good. Will we always agree with each other's picks? Yeah, probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know how that's how reviews work. You got this. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. <laughs> yes, that ad break allowed me to remove my Jacob voice changer, and now you can see me for who I am, Clone Zack. Oh my god, it's... Well, that was established earlier. It was already established, yes. Yeah, so I'm not exactly surprised at this turn of events yet, but... Oh my god! I know, I'm hideous, aren't I? In that I just look like the clone, but yeah, I've got a collar. Yeah, you're horrifying! <laughs> you're hideous to look at. It's revolting. You look exactly like each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is time to play Raving Reviews, but I'm in charge. Oh, no. This is so much better when I'm in charge. Yes, we've been doing it on Patreon, but now we're doing it here. And there's a twist. There's a twist. <gasps> a twist? I've got ten reviews. Wow, that's a lot. Yes, two reviews from each movie. Oh, You must God. guess the rating, and you must also guess what movie. Oh, God, but there's so many bloody movies. Yes. Why did we watch so many movies? Oh, yeah, we've got to save the world. Well, I had to save the world. Oh, You're oh, kind of- oh, by the way, I may as well just drop this down. That whole saving the world thing, that's not... We, we were just doing an experiment. No! <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst bit of news I've had. You're telling me that we watched all the Twilight series for just the enjoyment of watching the Twilight series? Yes, for the enjoyment of the audience and myself and Clone Zack, who is on the toilet. I don't know, he's not here. <laughs> no! Well, that sounds like... Yeah, that sounds like Evil Zack. Yes. All right, so not only do you have to guess what the rating in the movie is, but also you have to get them all right. If you don't get them all right, you will have to watch the entire saga again until you get that right next time. No! Oh, God, that's that's real stakes. That's not good. I don't want to watch this again. I've very recently seen them. I could do with, like, you know, a year's gap at least. <laughs> I might just talk normally, actually. I've been doing this evil voice all day, <laughs> yeah. and it's really... I mean, who, who are you trying to prove at this point? I think we're all established that you're kind of evil. Yeah, I'm the evil original host. You're the non-evil clone host. The first review is from Robin. Okay, this is one by you. Got it. Oh, I didn't make up any of these. What?! That's what I was going to rely on, grabbing the points from guessing which one was yours. You need to get every single point. You need to get 20 points. Oh no, I have to get every... This is going to go downhill real fast when I immediately fail on fucking Robert's stupid review. (laughs) So where are these reviews from? These are from Letterboxd. 
Because letterbox is more evil. Yes, that's because that's where the evil people go. Yeah, the evil scum of high hive of scum and villainy. Yes, they all go to uh, letterbox. Robin says, "Ew, my God, why are straight people like this?" Ah, uh, he's got a point, though. He's got a point, though. I think so, yes. My immediate thought was the first movie. The first movie? Because I feel like that was at its height of, like, team drama. Yes. Would you put the first movie for the first question, though? That's that's the real... That's the big question. That's the big question. Yes. Would I be evil or would I be less evil? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, part one, Breaking Dawn. That's Breaking my Dawn guess. Part one. And what would Robin have rated that out of five? Uh, he, he, he's like... He, he definitely is confused. And honestly, as a straight person, I'm confused. Yes. It's not It's not any easier... I'm going to say uh, 1.5. I've got to go to... Oh two. my god, you got them both correct? Yeah! 1.5! And, and it was Wait, breaking... no, 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 no. It was 1 out of 5. I just heard the 1 and I grasped onto it. Oh, I did 1.5. It is Breaking Dawn Part 1, though, so... You do you do get a point. You do get a point. Okay. You will have to rewatch the whole saga again, though. Yeah, I am already doomed to... Yeah, well, that was gonna happen. Look, look, the stakes are way too high. Can I can I try for at least half of them? Yeah, all right. If you get 10, I'll give you a week off, and then you can start re- re-watching yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, like, skim through them. Okay, all right. All right. I'm aiming for 10. So, so far, I'm good. This review is from Margarita. <laughs> Delicious. No one can read Bella's mind because she doesn't think. <laughs> mind reading was a big part. Was that New Moon? I think that was New Moon. Yep, yep. Or it's part two. Yep, those were the two with the, all the mind reading stuff. Yep. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I'm going to go with New Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my guess for that one. And it sounded pretty savage. It's a letterbox, though. Uh, yeah, I'm reading Letterbox <laughs> reviews on savageness. It's, yeah. Letterbox is not about reviewing; it's about how savage you can be uh, about the movie. Yes, um, I'm going to give this a two. Oh, you were so close! It was two point five, but it was for New Moon. Okay, all right. So far, I'm I'm on the ball with the which movies. Mm-hmm. It's just the the reviews. I've just been not quite close enough. Okay. Uh, this review is from Izzy, who says, The vampire mum, when Bella goes to their house, would you like some Peschetti? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what movie and what rating is that one? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Oh, which is the movie where they drop the fucking bowl? Is that New Moon, or is that in the first one? Oh, they drop the bowl, and, and then she goes to get it, and then, um, what's her name goes to attack her, right? Yeah, yeah, because she cuts herself. Yeah, that was New Moon. But yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of, because that's, like, important, the whole kitchen scene, right? I'm gonna go New Moon again, and then... <sighs> the joke is terrible. I don't, I don't even know. Um, 2.5, 2.5. Oh, you got both wrong! It was one out of five, and it was for the first movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was for the first movie. Okay, alright. Yeah. Alright, this one might be a little bit easier. It's from George, who says, So are we really not going to talk about how Jasper was fighting for the Confederacy? 
Uh, look, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, he was, like, bewitched into doing it. Nah, uh, pretty sure he was pretty into it. Yeah. <laughs> look, I... Yeah, look. <laughs> Cancel Jasper, honestly. The hardest part about this quiz is trying to remember what happened in which film. I think it was Eclipse where they had all the backstories. So it's Eclipse for this one for sure. Mm. And then I'm feeling a one. I'm going a one. Oh my god! It was a one out of five, and it was Eclipse! Hey! That's two points. Okay, that makes up for the last one, how I failed spectacularly on that one. Indeed. You've now got four points. Four points. I'm running steady. If I get one point on each question yes. for the next lot of them, I will make it to my goal. You should. You do have six uh, reviews left. This one is from Izzy again. Oh my god, is it the same Izzy? I think it is, yes. Who says, IDK, it's all a bit dramatic, in it. <laughs> That could be any of them. <laughs> no. Oh, it's either the first one or the last one, I'm thinking. All right, yes. Because they're both a bit dramatic. I'm going to go the first one. I'm going to go regular ass Twilight. Um, And then uh, 1.5. Oh, it was 0. 0.5. Oh. And the movie was Eclipse. Fuck. Yes. Damn. Which is like the least dramatic one. Yeah, because, well, they had all the backstories in that one. So yeah. I guess you could say it's, like, dramatic as in we see, like, all the backstory. But, yeah, it was least dramatic because they focused more on the other characters. Um, I'll go easy on you. Uh-huh. Okay. This one's from 24 Frames of Nick, who says, Jacob, go to fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be my review if I wrote one of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like... That could be one or part one or part two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's not as easy as you say, because it could be either or. You've, you've narrowed it down to a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's obviously that book because, <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening here? They expand on it in two. So I'm going to go part two. Okay. But it could quite easily be part one. No, no, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say it's part one. I'm going to say it's part one because it's more shocking there. Because that's what it first happens. Yep, right. yep, yep. Right. That's that's my big brain. Breaking Dawn Part 1. And then, ooh, uh, 0 0.5. Oh, unfortunately, it was 1 out of 5, and it was for Breaking Dawn Part 2. No, I changed my answer. No, I should have stuck with it. Damn it. Okay, well, this is, this is going really poorly. <laughs> this one's from Jay, who says... This is basically body horror. Okay, that's part one. Okay, you're looking in part one. All right, all right. It's either two or 2.5, I'm thinking. I'm going to go two. Well, it was one out of five, but it was for Breaking Dawn part one. You got a point there, because that was pretty obvious. Ah, okay. Well, at least I got that point. At least I got that point. Uh, well, this next review is from Sophie, who says, Edward, I'm like a hundred years old. This won't work. Bella, okay, boomer. Ah, <laughs> oh, cringe, cringe, cringe. I'm going to say this is for New Moon, because that's where they have their big breakup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very dramatic, but, and Bella's like, why won't you just bang me, for yep. fuck's sake? One. One out of five, and it's for New Moon, you said? Yes. It was 2.5 out of five, and it was for the first one. Oh, no. Yeah. 
You've got two reviews left and you're on five points, so you need to knock both out of the park and maybe I'll give you an extra point if you're- Okay, okay, okay. Well, I've got a chance. Yeah. There's no chance. I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> this review is from Single White Famalian. Michael Sheen is so bonkers. <laughs> There's a lot of O's on that, so. Yeah, uh, but they're right. <laughs> it needs that amount of O's. Okay, this is either either New Moon or Part 2. Mm-hmm. I think Part 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's where he gets real bonkers. Yep, yep. He's introduced in New Moon, though. No, I'm sticking with Part 2. I'm not changing my answer. <laughs> it could be New Moon, though. That's, that's the problem. It's either New Moon or Part 2, because that's where he features most. Yeah, that's true. Nah, look, uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. I'm going part two. Part two. Then, have I already guessed part two twice? Has that already appeared? I'm have you only got you. two reviews from each of them? Yes, only two reviews from each of them. All oh, right, because I feel like I've gone to part two. You know what? I will switch it to New Moon. Okay. No, last time I did that, it fucked me. I'm going back to part two. <laughs> oh my God. Stay on part two. So much whiplash. I know, I know. I'm very indecisive. This is hard. This is a hard <laughs> thing. Um, and then I'm going to rate this 2.5. You are right. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Okay, thank God. Fuck you. Uh, three out of five. Ah, oh, so close. So close. And your final review is from Adam. Adam says, Bella needs the fish man from Shape of Water to come and show her what a healthy relationship with a monster looks like. <laughs> I don't know why I left that one for last. I just really liked it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. Look, don't fuck sexy vampire old people. No. Fuck uh, fish people. The fish man, yeah. Yeah, fuck fuck a fish man. Yeah. Why not? Just, just bone him. Just do it. Well, the relationship status in all of these movies is unbelievably unhealthy. Mm. Where is it worst? New Moon's not too bad because Edward fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. So the only one I don't think it is is New Moon, which is probably means it's New Moon. I'm just going to go with the first one. Why not? You're going to go with the OG original vanilla Twilight. Yeah. And then I'm going to guess... Uh, let's give it the highest rating. Uh, three. Oh my. Well, you were correct in saying that it's probably New Moon because it was New Moon, but you don't get a point. Fuck. <laughs> And it was 0.5. Oh, no. Which means out of a possible 20 points, you have gotten six clones, Zach. And you know what that means. No. You will be sent back into your chamber, and the door will be locked, and you will watch the Twilight Saga again, and we will do this again in another nine hours. No. the door, I'm shutting it, I'm saying game over. It's a Saw reference, so evil. (laughs) Now where is my evil friend Evil Zack, who is also just the regular host of the show, but who also has an evil voice right now? Evil Zack, where are you? Alright, sorry, that was a a very large deuce I just took. Um, I mean... It, because it was an evil deuce. Oh, evil poopies. <sighs> you know what, Sandro? I'm kind of getting tired of this whole, like, evil thing. Really? Uh, yeah. 
I don't know why we were doing it to begin with. I oh, know, we really just committed to the bit. Yeah, we just we just kind of commit to the bit sometimes, a bit often. Yeah. Um, what was the, the point again of uh, torturing the clones? Uh, we wanted to extract energy? No, that wasn't it. it. It was at the start of the episode. I think we had a reason. I don't know if we did, actually. <laughs> did, did we ever explain anything? I don't think so. Oh, well. Was it Doc Brown who influenced us? No, we 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 recruited Doc Brown. Yeah, no, we got Doc Brown. Huh. Our good friend Doc Brown. Oh well, we can leave we can leave uh Zach in the chamber. I'm sure he's fine in there. Yeah, he'll be fine. I'm sure nothing bad could ha- possibly happen by leaving him in there. No. If we give him like a microphone and a webcam, he can start Twitch streaming or something. I don't know. Oh god. I hope not. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, then the evil plan, it's done. I'll call off the uh, the drone strike. Oh, my God. What was that for? I I don't know. I've just got it on my phone account down to a drone strike in like three minutes. For where? Um, it says the house of James Station. Oh, James Station. No, don't call that one off. No, okay. That. <laughs> we'll leave that one yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave that going. And that's an act of kindness to the world. All right, um, so I guess we just got to move on. Yeah. Um, hey, that was episode 200. Oh, right, yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. 200 years of making this podcast. That's not how it works, but yeah, <laughs> it's bloody felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> With some of these movies, yeah. Whew. All right, well, do we just get back to like the regular scheduled program and do another movie next week? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I think, um, Sandro, you've got to pick next week. Uh, very good. We have Heist. Heist? A film. Starring Danny DeVito mm. and the OG Lex Luthor himself, Gene Hackman. Oh, do you remember when we saw him in Superman 4 and he kept mispronouncing Nuclear Man? No, and I don't want to think about it. Uh, Life as a House. Yep. Uh, it's about a guy who tries to mend his relationship uh, with a family oh. when he gets diagnosed with a terminal cancer. No, oh, we can't make fun of that on episode 201. No. Maze. Mm, Maze Runner. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Maze, no. A guy with OCD and Tourette's falls in love with his best friend's pregnant girlfriend. Oh, no. That sounds problematic on so many levels, <laughs> I don't want to get into it. At least there's not a 300-year age gap, though. That's true. Mickey's Magical Christmas snowed in at the House of Mouse. That's the whole... Is that the whole title? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a synopsis. That was the title. (laughs) Mickey's Magical Christmas snowed in at the House House of Mouse. How do you... I need to look up the poster just so I can see how they fit all that. It's just the whole poster is that title. Mickey hosts a Christmas party with his friends... After a snowstorm stops him from leaving his house. Oh my god, it's, yeah, it's Mickey Mouse hanging out with Minnie and Goofy and yeah. And like, Mickey's like a hundred years old at this point. I'm sure it's weird somewhere. Probably. He's also a mouse. Shallow Hal. Oh, who's Shallow Hal? A shallow man who falls in love with a 300 pound woman because of her inner beauty. It stars non-controversial actors like Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, but she and is actually though. good actors. <laughs> actually good actors like Jack Black. Oh, a Jack Black movie. We did one earlier in the year and it was really bad, but yeah. I kind of want to do another one. But I'm not 
the evil phase is done. I'm going to pick mm, a good mm. movie. I'm going to don't pick the problematic comedy, Sandro. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. I don't know why I, I say my name like that. That's not how it's said. But anyway. That's that's how evil Sandro refers to himself. <laughs> it's true. Sandro. In the third person. <laughs> and then finally, The Witcher. Wait, what? AKA The Hexer, which is a direct translation from the Polish. Oh, wait, is this the original Polish movie, The Witcher, that is not available anywhere and is probably going to be really hard to find? So if I pick it, it's going to be really annoying to watch? Correct. It's a movie version of the TV show that's based off the Polish fantasy novels known as The Witcher. I mean, I'm already picking that, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it's, well, it's. This is not the Netflix show, mm. the Netflix TV show. No, this is a Polish movie. That doesn't sound too bad. That could be fun. That's before 2001, I think, was before it was before the games, definitely. But it was also before the English translations of the books, too. So that's going to be really wow, interesting. That's super early on. That's awesome. You know what? Fuck it. I was going to pick Heist, but let's do The Witcher. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. I was I was expecting you to pick Heist, but there we go. The Witcher. I, I have played the games mm. and I have watched the show. Mm. So this could be interesting. You've read the books, right? I've read the books. I've played the games. I've watched the show. Yeah. Wow. You've you've gotten all all of the medias, all of them. That's right. I'm a hardcore Witcher boy. I'm Teen Yennefer all the way, and I'm willing to kill a uh, 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 swamp monster <laughs> for it. Nice. Nailed the landing there. Next week, let's do The Witcher. Um, and that's the episode. Well, we we didn't watch Twilight, so we don't have any quotes to wrap the episode up with. Oh, yeah, we didn't. How about we quote our clone versions of ourselves? Oh, yeah, we do, like, a, a joke on them. Uh, hi, I'm Clone Chandra. I'm a smarter know-it-all the books in the books. Mm. <laughs> oh, bang. Oh, you're dead. Oh, get wrecked, Clone Sandro, you oh, fucking no. idiot. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, rip Peroni. I'm asked. Include Zach. I uh, was kind of enjoying these films far too much for what they really were. I was more interested in the back plot of the movie. Oh, Slam, you're locked in a cell. Oh, no. Yeah. He's locked in for eternity watching Twilight. Take that. Uh, <laughs> the clones really did get an all out, like, cast of, uh, of guests, though. Yeah. We should probably thank um, Doc Brown. Pretending to be New York Doc Brown, (laughs) pretending to be Ben Volchok. That was a great guest. That was a great one. We should thank uh, Just Sandy. Just Sandy. That was just Sandy being Sandy. Uh, Valaris was just Valaris. Yep. Oh, uh, 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 we recruited Ben Pepsi. Thanks to Ben Pepsi for helping us out on the mission. And I was Jacob. So yes, yes, that was me. That was Sandro, not you, Jacob. (laughs) Thanks everyone who's listened for 200 episodes. We'll be back next week for more stuff. Thank you guys for sticking around. We really appreciate you guys listening and going through our convoluted rubbish. Uh, it's pretty silly. But also, spooky Halloween! Whoa! Whoa! It's Halloween! Spooky! We were dead the whole time! <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> what a twist! Oh my god! Woken up with such a headache, such a headache, headache. Where's my head gone? Why is my head over there? Is that green blood? 
I know what that means. That means I'm a clone. What is this? Do I need to get revenge or something? (laughs) You were just listening to Oldie But A Goodie, episode 200, The Twilight Saga. Written, directed, and produced by Sandro Felcher and Zach Adams. Edited by Sandro Felcher. Opening voiceovers by Shroomy Cat. Theme music and stings by Josh Cake. Distributed by That's Not Canon Productions. You can follow us at Oldie Buddy Goodie Pod on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow the hosts on their own personal socials, which are all listed in the episode description. You can support the show at patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod for bonus episodes and ad-free content. To check out more from our guest, Ben Volchak, go to benvolchak.com. To hear our guest, Sandy Whittem, check out the Illiterature podcast, available on all good podcast catchers. To watch our guest, Valaris, on Twitch, go to twitch.tv forward slash Valaris. To watch our guest Ben Pepsi on Twitch, go to twitch.tv forward slash Ben Pepsi. And to watch new content from our guest Jacob Sacher, go to Mr. Yes and Mr. No.com forward slash the show. Thank you so much for listening to episode 200 of Oldie But a Goodie, and we will see you next week for a review of The Hexer, also known as The Witcher, as the boys continue their journey throughout 2001. See ya.